The following is a Dallin Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio. Our coverage of Dallin Catholic High School sports is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, the Catholic Tuition Organization, Mercy One, and Skeffington's Formalware. Thank you for supporting Dallin Catholic Sports on Iowa Catholic Radio. And good evening and happy new year from the Dowling Catholic High School Gymnasium. My name is Mark Abadale as we get set for high school girls and boys basketball tonight here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network as uh, it's Dowling and Urbandale to start the new year out. And I'm joined tonight by uh, Jim Catalo for game one, Steve DeVinny for game two. And Jimmy, thanks for joining us. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas to you. And uh, hey, we're all set for the second half of the 2022 girls and boys basketball season you know it's it's, it's incredible how how quick december went uh you know girls already have you know nine games under their belts and and you're looking at you know a really tough road ahead of you here uh, entering the new year uh you know starting tonight with with urbandale but of course over the next uh a few games here you're going to really find out uh what what uh, this this young team's all about yeah and uh, it's for dowling you know, they're they're nine and zero going into the break. That's a great place to be. They got moved up to number four in the rankings. That's important because seating is determined by uh, the rankings in the girls side of a uh, uh, high school postseason assignments. And the Dowling girls rank fourth. And uh, but what a road trip they're what a trip they're going to have here in the next six weeks. Tuesday, Friday basketball uh, on the docket for us. I, I just looked at the schedule. It starts tonight with uh, a Central Conference matchup. Uh, Urbandale. Now Dowling girls have. Uh, led this series 27 to 2 dating back to 2006 jimmy the maroons have won 22 in a row over the urbandale gals uh, i don't see that changing much tonight but urbandale uh coming in with a record of three and six dowling undefeated nine and zero, oh, and a lot of that's tradition but that's kind of what urbandale is going to be battling an uphill battle tonight and taking on dowling catholic what's, what's interesting about this urbandale game it, it, it's typically played immediately after the break and and it's, it's a lot of times that you know the girls have have their, their legs back they're they're fresh and, and they're eager to get back on the court so going back and looking at the last you know uh, you know 20 plus games as you mentioned us coming away with 22 straight wins is, is, is not a big surprise so uh, I, I look for the same thing tonight but I think you, you mentioned it over the next five games and I know the this one's the most important one you look at but over the next five games uh, it, it, it becomes incredibly more difficult uh, for for these girls uh, moving forward. All right, well, the Dowling girls have mentioned uh, undefeated and, of course, uh, playing a very <coughs> excuse me, young lineup, Jimmy, as uh, the Maroons uh, come in. And, you know, now you've got these freshmen that are playing, and now they gotta, uh, they're got they moving up to, like, the, uh, to be sophomores and uh, gain that experience. And we have three of the five freshmen in the mix, a two-start, and one comes off the bench, and that is uh, <coughs> Marin Heller. But Layla Tritton and Dowling's leading scorer, Ava Zedeker, uh, are, are both not playing like freshmen. They've really stepped up, and uh, the Maroons have battled some ranked teams and unranked teams, and uh, that's kind of kind of be the way it is. It's exciting to watch and uh, to uh, to broadcast. I think if you look at, uh, at at what you've done so far this year, Coach Myers probably taken the last you know ten days that they've had uh, you know and, and kind of just assessed this where they are as a team. You look at Dowling and, and you look at the state uh, 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 comparators. They're number ten in scoring as a team. They're number seven in rebounding. Uh, as a team, and this is out of 40 teams in 5A, uh, which is which is pretty good. If you're if you're looking at, at a young team, I think areas that we certainly need to improve at. If you look at some of the the, the field goal percentages, our free throw percentage is only 61%, which is ranked eighth in 5A, 
but that certainly is going to be an area where you're going to look for some improvement. Uh, but our three-point shooting hasn't been all that that great, uh, just under 30% on the year. Uh, hopefully, you're, you're looking to get in that a little bit higher. Individually, uh, Emma Gipple is leading 5A in, in rebounding. So he's number one rebounder in 5A with 116 total rebounds. But what's most interesting about it, when you look, look at the stats, 54 of those 116 rebounds are offensive rebounds. And we've been talking about her over the last nine games, how active she is on the offensive side of the rebounds to be able to get the ball and put the ball back in the hoop. Ava Zedeker is, is currently ranked 13th in 5A in scoring, which as a freshman is, is, a, is a tremendous feat, uh, making uh, 38% of her three-point uh, shots. I think ask her, she'd probably like to bump that up to 40%. But there's certainly areas of improvement. Uh, I think our defense has been outstanding. Uh, but, again, percentage of shots, three-point shots, free-throw shooting, I think should be a, 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 a area to look at moving forward. All right. And alongside Jim Cataldo, Mark Amadale, you're in the pregame show. It's Dowling and Urbandale's first game of a girl-boy doubleheader here at the Dowling Gym tonight. And, uh, Jim, as you look at uh, the, the Urbandale side of things, we mentioned uh, our last game before the – the Christmas and New Year's break, Dowling was at Southeast Polk. Uh, the girls win, the boys didn't. But freshmen in this league, and Urbandale starts a point guard. Matter of fact, I talked to a head coach at Whitney Lawler at Urbandale in her second year. She said, hey, our point guard's a freshman, Devin Carlisle. And she joined the rest of the freshmen that we're seeing progress through uh, a lot of the upperclassmen here. But Devin, uh, the leading scorer, leading in the assists, and uh, leads with 10 made threes to this Urbandale team. But she may have to back her off because – she can tell when she's getting a little worn down, and she saw that right before the break. So you're playing freshman. Their second-leading scorer and leader in defense is Taylor Mulligan, a sophomore for Urbandale, and then the senior, Josie Birdwell, who uh, didn't play a whole lot last year. Matter of fact, Urbandale has uh, two returning reserves from last year, didn't get a whole lot of playing time, and uh, that was uh, Josie Birdwell and Taylor Mulligan. But uh, watching the minutes, watching the legs of uh, some of these young gals and Devin Carlisle, Watch her tonight to uh, uh, see if she's affected by, uh, you know, she's been, the, the menace that's been thrust upon her because she is the better of the guards in the Urbandale program. And, and it's been a theme all year is, is the youth of, of the CIML Central and, or Central Iowa, and, and it's no different with Urbandale. Uh, three of their top five impact players are, uh, as you mentioned, Devin Carlisle, but also two sophomores in Taylor Mulligan and, uh, and Bree Tigas. So, again, brings a lot of youth to, uh, to basketball here. The one thing the Maroons have done an incredible job in the last uh, uh, nine games that we played is having that focal point on on each team's leading contributor. In this point, it would be Devin Carlisle. So it would be very interesting to see her output uh, with with the defensive man to man that uh, that the Dowling girls play. All right, it's fourth ranked Dowling with a record of nine and zero, taking on Urbandale. The Jayhawks' record is 3-6 and six in Game 1 of our girl-boy doubleheader. We'll take a break. Along with Jim Cataldo, I'm Mark Amadale, and we'll come back with the uh, starting lineups when we return here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Ashworth Vision Clinic. Complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. 515-440-4610. AshworthVision.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Construction Professionals. Construction Professionals does remodeling and new construction. Construction Professionals is a Catholic family business built on a strong foundation. cpcustomhomes.com. Thank you, Construction Professionals, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Dental Associates, addressing your smile needs and dreams. 515-225-6742. Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. 
Thank you, Dental Associates, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Mercy One, your expert circle of personalized care for all your health needs. With more care locations than anyone, your best life is their one purpose. Find your doctor at mercyone.org. Welcome back to the Dowling Gym alongside Jim Cattaldo. I'm Mark Amadale here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network as we present you girls and boys basketball. And I to take a look at the starting lineups. First of all, for the uh, visitors tonight, the Urbandale Jayhawks. Head coach is Whitney Lawler in her second year. She's assisted by Abby Medlick, Mark Bethke, and Ty Sharon. And the Jayhawks will start this lineup as they bring a Three and six record in a nice game. The point guard is freshman Devin Carlisle, 5'3 freshman, averaging eight and a half points. Uh, leads the team with ten made threes and two and a half assists. And she'll wear number one. The other guard is Bree Tiggis, 5'8 sophomore, averaging three points and two rebounds. She'll wear number five. And the third guard is Maria Long, 5'9 junior, averaging four points, two and a half rebounds, and she'll wear number 21. And one forward is Taylor Mulligan, one of the few remaining players from last year's roster that got any playing time. She came off the bench last year. Starts now, 5'9". Sophomore is Mulligan, averaging 5.5 points, uh, leads the team in rebounding with 4.5 and, and has 15 steals, which also leads the team. Show number three. And at center, it's Josie Birdwell, 5'9", senior, averaging 3.5 points, 4 rebounds. And uh, Birdwell will wear number 20. So it'll be Carlisle, Long, and Tiggis at the guards with Mulligan and Birdwell in the post. Jayhawks come in averaging 36.4 points on offense, and they give up 47.8 points on defense. And last year, Urbandale graduated six senior starters. Five that started, one off the bench, and this is a very inexperienced team, but their record uh, last year was 5-9. and nine. Right now, they come in with a 3-6 and six record. Now Dowling Catholic, the Maroons come in with a ranking of number four in Class 5A. Their record's 9-0. The head coach is Kristen Meyer in her sixth year here at Dowling. 97 wins, 26 losses. She's assisted by Joel Danner and Audrey Favor. The Maroons will start this lineup. At one guard, Ava Zedeker, 5'9", freshman, leading scorer, averaging 14.5 points, and leads the team with 18 made threes, and she'll wear number 13. The other guard is Julia Moore, 5'4", junior, averaging six points on the season, and one of the team leaders in steals with 20. And the third guard is Layla Tritton, 5'8", freshman, averaging five points, on the season, at one forward, Lauren Frericks, 5'10", junior, averaging seven and a half points. And at center, as Jim mentioned, Emma Gipple leads the uh, state in rebounding with averaging 13 a game and also averages 12 points and has 15 blocks and 23 steals, leads the team in those categories. Dowling averages 54 points on offense and gives up 39 points on defense. We'll take a break and come back with a tip-off between Dowling and Urbandale. But first, the word uh, pregame prayer from Father Ryan Andrew, and our uh, word from Dr. Uh, from, from Dr. Dan Ryan, the president of Dowling Catholic, coming up here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. This is a Young Catholic Minute. Why is contraception wrong? In sex, the husband and wife give themselves to each other fully, freely, faithfully, and fruitfully, which is the kind of love that everyone longs for. No one says, I hope my wife cheats on me. 
or I want my soulmate to hide things from me. So why is I love you but not your fertility okay? Christ showed us true love by giving his whole life freely without reservation, never abandoning us even if it meant dying on a cross. This sacrifice gave us eternal life. If you've been listening, you might get where we're going. Sex is only loving when it's a free, total, faithful, and fruitful gift of self like Christ's love. In fact, in every Catholic marriage ceremony, the bride and groom vow to love each other in this very way. So you decide. Do you want your marriage to reflect God's love? Or would you rather settle for something less? For more Young Catholic Minutes, go to youtube.com slash youngcatholic. Hi, this is Dr. Dan Ryan, president of Dowling Catholic High School, and welcome to another season of exciting Dowling High School basketball. We are proud to be partners with Iowa Catholic Radio, not only broadcasting basketball, but also being partners in preparing Christ-centered leaders for life. Go Maroons! Hi, this is Dr. Dan Ryan, president of Dowling Catholic High School, and welcome to another season of exciting Dowling High School basketball. We are proud to be partners with Iowa Catholic Radio, not only broadcasting basketball, but also being partners in preparing Christ-centered leaders for life. Go Maroons! Hello, my name is Father Ryan Andrew, and I'm the chaplain at Dowling Catholic High School. Let us pray for the coaches, players, and trainers for this athletic competition. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for all your gifts. We ask you to bless all those involved in this athletic competition tonight. We ask that you keep them safe, and that they all show good sportsmanship. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. All holy men and women, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym alongside Jim Cataldo. I'm Mark Amadale as we get set for the tip-off between Dowling Catholic and Urbandale, the first game of the 2022 high school girls and boys basketball season. And Coach Cataldo, your thoughts, a couple keys before as the girls make their way on the floor before our tip-off. Well, you know, you want to see if, if, if your team is continuing the momentum that they were carrying in, in December. And, and you hate to see the break come, but I'm sure it was refreshed. So let's see if, if, if they continue what we were doing. Uh, in December, and, and which is attacking the board, playing great defense, and, and, and making some three-point shots. Yeah, the first of uh, two meetings between Dowling and Urbandale. The next one will be next month in February. That'll be at the Urbandale gym. And now here's Gipple in the lane. Her shot is blocked, but a whistle and a foul underneath on the Jayhawks to start action. Dowling won the tip, and they go right to left towards the south basket. And a foul is on Long for Urbandale. Maria Long picks up her first foul here. And the first free throw good by Gipple. So Maroons work it inside and draw the foul. Gipple has the first points for Dowling of the 2022 portion of the season. Second free throw coming. And it's no good. And a rebound cleared out of there by Urbandale. And the Jayhawks now in the front court with the basketball as Maria Long. Dowling stays man-to-man. You can see right away that uh, Julia Moore is playing uh, Devin Carlisle, their, their top-shooting freshman. A long three by Carlisle from the left corner, no good. Weak side rebound, Tigus, and she puts the rebound back up. It's no good. Dowling gets the rebound. The other way we go, Tritton underneath her shot up, no good. And the rebound out to 
Urbandale. You see the fresh legs out of the Maroons early, and, and that's what you would expect after a little bit of a break, getting out and running on the uh, on the uh, defensive rebounds. Jayhawks underneath, a shot off the glass, too strong, no good by Tiggis. The rebound comes out to Dowling and Julia Moore. So it's Ava Zedeker, Julia Moore, Lauren Frerichs, Layla Tritton, and Emma Gipple, the five on the floor. And underneath, left-hand shot up and good from the left side, and that is Lauren Frerichs. So it's 3-0 Dowling. And again, as we said in the pregame show, the Maroons have won 22 in a row. Urbandale's last win was quite some time ago. Now the ball poked out of bounds. Urbandale trying to run a play, and it's knocked out of bounds. And it'll be Dowling possession, and Urbandale will pick up full court pressure here. Zedeker in the front court, leaves it for Tritton. And a pass to Frerichs is tipped out of bounds, and that's that good hustle by the freshman Devin Carlisle. Well, you, you see Layla Tritton uh, attacking the baseline off the uh, off the fast break and and coming across just a little bit late on her pass and uh, was knocked out. Good hustle by the Jayhawks. They stay man to man now. They try to lob it inside the Gipple and off the back foot of Mulligan. It's nearly retrieved by Zedeker, but. The Jayhawks come away off a Dowling turnover, and here's Tiggis in the front court for the Jayhawks. Right wing, it goes to Birdwell. Now a step back three from Carlisle, up off the back iron, no good. By the freshman, the rebound Dowling, and their freshman. It's Olivia Reddick, or that is uh, Zedeker with it, a long three by her, it's no good. Gipple with the rebound, she tipped it away from Birdwell. Now a long three in the corner, good by Tritton. Layla Tritton with her ninth three of the year. You know, Layla's continuing some of her hot shooting that we saw in uh, in the game uh, just before the break. Uh, so she's seeing her have a hot hand is a good thing for, for the a, girls. And a steal by Dowling. Frerichs comes up with a steal. The Maroons work underneath and more with the shot. It's no good from the right side as you drew the foul. That will be the second team foul on Urbandale, and the foul will be on the Urbandale freshman, Devin Carlisle. Devin averaging eight and a half points, 10 made threes on the year, and averaging two and a half assists. Those are all team highs. And at the free throw more at free throw line, Julia Moore, and she hits the first free throw. We had Julia on at halftime of the uh, boys' game. Of course, you were on your way home. Hopefully, you listened to it and notice how good the questions were that I asked her. <laughs> how early you forget? I was in that interview. <laughs> Uh, Dowling with the missed uh, free throw by Moore. Uh, the rebound out to Dowling, and Moore gets it back and puts it in through some traffic. Julia Moore with the left hand. Julia's always been strong to the left side of the rim, and no different there, <laughs> splitting the defense and putting up a very contested uh, uh, three-foot shot. And Dowling out to a 9 nothing lead just like that. Irvindale with the basketball. This is Mulligan with it, guarded by Frerichs. Nearly had the ball knocked out of her hands and a timeout called. By Whitney Lawler in her second year at Urbandale. Eight wins, 15 losses in her uh, two years. Actually, a year and a half. This will be a 30-second timeout. We'll keep it here. Dowling leading 9 nothing, Along with Jim Cattle and Mark Hamadale. And I want to thank, uh, first of all, our studio producer tonight. And uh, we appreciate Jennifer Phelps sitting in. Our thanks to Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, and Dental Associates. And we have some other games tonight going on in the CIML. We'll start with Central Conference play. Of course, we have Urbandale at Dowling. We'll have the boys' game to follow this. Waukee is at Johnson. The Johnson girls rank number one. The Johnson boys six rank. And it'll be Valley at Southeast Polk. That'll be the CIS game, CISN game tonight, Valley at Southeast Polk. 
Other games has Waukee Northwest and Ankeny Centennial, Marshalltown at Ames, Port Dodge at Ankeny, and in the Metro Conference, Roosevelt at North, East at Hoover, and Ottumwa at Lincoln. Those are all girl boy doubleheaders. And Waverly Shell Rock is at Mason City in a boys only contest. Now, more underneath, and Julia's shot no good. Gipple with the rebound, and she clears it out to Zedeker in the corner. Now, Gipple right block. Looks inside, the ball slapped away. Good defense that time by Urbandale and Josie Birdwell. And that causes a Dowling turnover, and here's the Jayhawks the other way. Here's Maria Long with it, top of the key. Dowling remains man-to-man, Long guarded by Tritton. A bad pass stolen away by Julia Moore. She's one of the team leaders in steals for Dowling. Underneath Tritton, her shot up and no good, and she'll go to the line for two. And the Maroons up 9-0. That'll be the third team foul on Urbandale, Jimmy. And this will be a shooting foul. It'll be uh, two shots for Tritton. Real strong move by, by, by Layla Tritton at the, at, at the hoop. But what you're seeing out of Dowling here early is, is a little bit of a repeat of what we've seen all year is, is this man-to-man defense. You know, their man-to-man defense, they're not given much room, uh, even in the half court. You know, sometimes, you know, teams or, or players will play off and give some help defense. The Dowling girls play extremely tight uh, man-to-man defense, and that is throughout all five girls throughout the whole uh, half court set. Substitutions for Dowling. Marin Heller, 5'4", freshman, averaging five points, checks in. Has a second free throw good by Tritton. She now has five points here in the first quarter. And also in there for Dowling Catholic is Macy Downing, 5'7", senior, transfer from Johnston. Getting some early minutes here in the first quarter as uh, Zedeker and uh, Ferrix have a seat on the Dowling bench. Moons up 11 and nothing with those free throws good by Tritton. Maroons nearly caused another free throw, or neither, no, excuse me, Jimmy, neither turnover right here at midcourt right in front of us. And now they do get it. As Urbadale inbounds the ball, and they make a bad pass. Now in the corner, Dowling for three, it's no good. Weak side rebound, Gipple, and she hands it off to uh, Moore down the lane, her shot up and good. Julia Moore with her fifth point. Maroons up 13-0. Maroons causing four turnovers here in an early first quarter. It's just part part of their defensive threats that uh, are, are overplaying the passing lanes, getting the tip balls, and then the good runouts. Three and a half minutes remaining in the first quarter. Dowling 13, Urbandale nothing here in this girls' contest. Now we're going to have a reach-in foul on Gipple, I believe, as they try to double down. And it will be. Emma picks up her first foul. It's first team foul on Dowling. She tried to double down and give help defense on Josie Birdwell on the right block. Five early points for, uh, for Layla late, late, uh, Tritton. Is, is, is a really good thing to see uh, for her, as well as five early points for Julia Moore, which is a, it's a big output for Julia uh, for a first quarter, uh, first quarter stat. All right, in the lineup for Urbandale, Dharma Woodworth, 5'10", junior, wearing number 24. Now steal by Dowling. Woodworth had it, tried to get rid of it, and was stolen away. The Maroons have anticipated the passing lanes for Urbandale very well here early. Three minutes to go in the first quarter, and Dowling up 13-0. Now corner three by Tritton, it's no good. Rebound slapped around, and coming away with it is Devin Carlisle. Freshman important guard advanced the ball to Taylor Mulligan in the front court. Now a corner three from the left wing. It's no good by Woodruff. Rebound Dowling. Here's Heller down the lane with the left hand. Her shot too strong, no good. And a rebound out to Urbandale as Woodruff comes away with it. The 5'10 junior averaging two points and two and a half boards. Urbandale down the lane. Two and a half remaining on a traveling call called on Tara Pippett. One of the senior captains on the team. Tara Pippett, Josie Birdwell, 
and Liz Luke are the three uh, captains on this Urbandale team. And Dowling forcing another turnover there, Jimmy. Every every possession so far that Dowling has had, somebody is attacking the basket uh, offensively, which is a great thing to see, which is forcing Urbandale to collapse down, and then you have to kick out open threes, which we've hit a few already. Uh, but I'd like to see continue to attack the rim. Uh, on the offensive side, and there you go again. And here's Zediger coming off a high post screen by Gipple and a shot up and good, a layup with the right hand. High percentage shots attacking the basket. Uh, always bodes well uh, for an offensive team. And a steal by Dowling. Here's Zediger with it. Runes up 15 to nothing here in the first quarter. They get in the corner to Heller for three. It's off the back iron, no good, and a rebound comes out to Urbandale. And the Jayhawks will advance in the front court. Here's Lauren Salmon in there. Lauren, a 5'6 freshman off the bench. Pass inside, stolen away by who else? Zedeker. Zedeker down the lane, and the ball is tipped out of bounds by the Jayhawks as uh, Tara Pippett got a hand on it. It'll be Dowling basketball with Downing throwing it in. And she does. Gets it to Frerichs. Frerichs with the top of the key, looking for Gipple inside, and now Heller with it. She tries to advance. Good defense by Carlisle and can't. So Zedeker with it. Maroon's playing a little three-person weave. Down the lane goes Frerichs, and she loses it on the pass. So stolen away by Urbandale and a turnover by Dowling. Good defense by Urbandale on, on that set. Uh, now they're switching their defenses a little bit on the penetration, which is forcing uh, the Dowling girls to have to put up a shot or pass, and right there they're too slow. Here's Woodworth with the shot in the left block. It's good. Darman Woodworth off the bench with their first two points for the Jayhawks. And the first two points of the game for Urbandale, and it comes at the 55-second uh, mark of the first quarter. Nice, strong uh, 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 penetration to the hoop by uh, by Lauren Frerichs there. Comes up a little bit short on, on, on her layup. Uh, offensive rebound was knocked out by Gipple. Back to Urbandale. One of the rare turnovers for Dowling. Runes lead at 15-2, and now a reach-in foul called on the Jayhawks. It'll be on Salmon. Lauren, a 5'6 freshman. And it'll be the third team foul on the Jayhawks, I believe. Two team fouls on Dowling. 15 to 2 is our score. Final 40 seconds of the first quarter here at the Dowling Gym. Urbandale with the basketball left to right. They're in their road blue uniforms, red numbers, and red letters. Dowling in their home whites with maroon numbers. And letters. There's a shot in the lane. It's no good by Mulligan. Rebound Dowling. Heller with it in front court. Down the lane. Goes through some traffic. Layup good from the right side. Marin Heller off the bench with her first two points. It's amazing that these girls play so much older than than the, the freshmen they are. 17-2 to two is our score. Uh, Dowling with the lead. And shot no good by the Jayhawks. And you say the offensive rebound was tipped out of bounds by the Jayhawks. With 7.6 seconds remaining here in the first quarter, Dowling will have the ball. Backcourt pressure by the Jayhawks. Zedeker is fouled at half court with three seconds left. And let's see, are they going to have a shooting foul or not? I think they're going to call it on a pass. pass. Yep. Officials are Ben Applegate, Brian Abel, and Tim Oosterhouse. So Dowling will have the ball on the side out, right? And Across from us at half court, Zedeker will throw it in. Gets it to Heller. Heller from midcourt up and rims out no good. Rolls around and doesn't get the Jim Catalbo roll. 
So it's Dowling leading at the end of the first quarter, 17-2 over Urbandale. We'll take a break and come back to Dowling Gym after this timeout. Dowling leading 17-2 here in this girls' contest on Iowa Catholic Radio. What is the best gift ever? Giving a Catholic education is at the top of my list. Your contribution to CTO helps families send their children to our Catholic schools who otherwise could not afford it. In giving to CTO, you receive the best tax credits ever. Pledge or donate online at ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formal Wear. In business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formal Wear, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffingtons.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling. Since 1999, Golden Rule Heating and Cooling has been supporting customers with their rules to live by. Respect, understanding, loyalty, expertise, and service. GoldenRulePHC.com And we're back here at the Dowling Gym alongside Jim Cattato. Mark Amadale is underway here in the second quarter with... Dowling leading 17-2. to We'll give you our first quarter statistics here in a moment. As Dowling girls, the free throw line went four out of six. And Urbandale has yet to attempt a free throw in the contest. Ball tipped out of bounds by Dowling, so Urbandale retains possession. Team fouls Urbandale with four, Dowling with two. Maroons have all five of their timeouts remaining here in this girls' contest. And Urbandale with just uh, with four left. They've already burned one. Now a turnover. Here's Tritton with the steal. Down court layup. Up and good. Strong move and basket by Layla Tritton with her seventh point, Jimmy. Great, great control. Hit the hoop. I mean, she goes up strong, uh, has great control over her body, puts off a nice, soft uh, right-handed layup. Uh, but she's been playing tremendous here in this first half. Layla Tritton has. 19-2, to Dowling. Maroons now with... A 17-point lead, and now a steal by the Maroons. They try to work underneath. Zedeker with it. Down court to Moore. Her shot up and no good, and she drew the foul on Urbandale. And Moore will go to the line once again for two free throws. And, uh, Jim, give us our first quarter statistics. Sure will. You know, so Dowling uh, from the field, 5 of 11. Uh, really strong shooting for uh, for the Maroons. But one for out of five, one for five out of three uh, point line. Uh, Urbandale is one for five in the field goals and 0 for three from three, but uh, here's a stat to look at in the first quarter. They have eight turnovers, Urbandale, showing the defensive threat that Dowling continue, continues to have uh, against these Siamo uh, Central teams. First free throw by Moore, no good. Second one on the way, it's off the mark, no good. Rebound, Urbandale. And coming away with it is Josie Birdwell. So Moore, one for four at the free throw line. Julia with five points tonight and a few steals. As we have 6.45 remaining, second quarter, Dowling 19, Urbandale 2. The first of two games tonight here in the Iowa Catholic Radio. This is our first broadcast of the 2022 portion of the season. Uh, matter of fact, this Friday night we'll be at the Waukee Gym. It'll be Dowling at Waukee in a girl-boy doubleheader as we go Tuesday, Friday for the next six weeks of uh, CIML basketball, which is a full schedule, unlike last year where we had a, a very limited schedule. But this year we'll... Back to where we were before the pandemic. All right, Urbandale with the ball. They worked the right block. Salmon, Salmon with it. Now kicks it back out to the right wing. That is Tiggis with it. Attacks the glass. Her shot from the right side. No good. Rebound on the weak side. Dowling. And Maroons now with Ellie Olsen in the lineup for the Maroons. 
And now a shot up and good. And that's Lauren Frerichs with her fourth point as they got it into her from the right side of the mid post. Actually, that was a kick out to Layla Tritton. Uh, set her feet real nice and, uh, and, and hit the corner shot. So, oh, excuse me, Tritton, not Frerichs. So Tritton now up to nine points. It's 22 to two, Dowling by 20, a long three by Birdwell. No good. And rebound out to the Maroons. Dowling underneath, and uh, this is Frerichs attacking the glass, but they're going to call her for the double dribble. You know, the last couple times down the floor, uh, uh, Lawrence Frerichs has really made, uh, you know, other girls open by her uh, attacking the basket, causing several girls to, to collapse down on her. Uh, the, the possession before hitting Layla Tritton on the on the corner for, for her three, but even that time down there, uh, Lauren Frerichs stained the ball hard to the basket, had an open uh, layup, uh, just got caught up on the, in the violation. Frerichs checks out of the lineup. Dowling Catholic. As Maroons now have Gipple back in. Along with Ellie Olson. Ellie's a 5'9 freshman. Now she comes off a ball screen. This is Mulligan with it for Urbandale. Jayhawks being very patient. Five minutes remaining here in the first half and Dowling up by 20, 22 to 2. Jayhawks being very patient, trying to attack the glass, but they keep going out beyond the arc. It has to be so frustrating uh, as, as an offensive player uh, to come against this this hard uh, mm-hmm. hard defensive team. We we're kind of talking about uh, who's played who this year and as far as uh, some of the, uh, the teams in the CIML. That's what I'm looking for. Urbandale had... Uh, they played number seven out of 3A, Indianola. Seventh-ranked Ankeny Centennial in Class 5A. They played number one Johnston twice. So they see some pretty good defense and some pretty yeah. good teams. You know, starting the year 0-4, Urbandale has. But but the stretch of teams that, they're, that they've been facing has been very athletic. And, and those are the teams that they've struggled with so far this year is these athletic teams. And, and it's no different than tonight uh, uh, with the Maroons. Got a stoppage of play, and it's not a violation, I think, uh, the, uh, the freshman, Devin Carlisle, Urbandale's point guard, may have been shaken up, and uh, one of the officials here, I think it's Tim Oosterhouse, noticed it, and she's going to come out. She either got she got shaken up somehow, and she just come off the court. That's a, a great job um, of officiating and seeing that through all the other stuff going on. certainly is. As an official, the first thing you got to look for is the safety of the kids. So if you see some type of contact around the head region, uh, the first thing you do is, is, is you know make eye contact and see if you have to stop. The play, which they did there. Smart thing by them. They certainly did. And she didn't show any effects of it other than, you know, just kind of slowing down a bit because she's got one uh, one switch and it's on, and that's Devin Carlisle, the uh, freshman for Urbandale. But she's out of the lineup right now. 22-2 to two is now both teams exchange turnovers. In the lane, a shot blocked down there by Dowling. It's, it was uh, Lauren Salmon with the shot block. And now here's Julia Moore for three. It's up and good. Julia with her... Third field goal tonight in her first three. And that is her seventh of the year. It's 25 to two Maroons. Eight points by Julia Moore uh, in this early game. Uh, has to feel really, really good for her as, as, as a junior. Coming off a break, contributing. We talked about it with the interview that we had with her uh, in the post game was her offensive output this year. And uh, she's certainly shown it tonight. So fouls on Heller. That was at half court as Dowling was defending Urbandale advancing the ball. Third team foul on the Maroons. Five on Urbandale. Jayhawks with it. Here's Pippet in the lane. A shot with the right hand on the right block. It's no good. Well defended by the Maroons. Gipple 
had a hand in that. Rebound Dowling. Heller on the right baseline. Picks it out. Here's Moore. A shovel pass underneath. The Gipple couldn't handle it, but she got the ball back. Dowling retains possession. 3.15 remaining. In the half, the Maroons up 25-2. Now corner three. Up and good by Macy Downing. That's her second three of the year. No hesitation out of Macy. Uh, but the one thing that you're seeing out of the down is the unselfish play out of these Maroons. Uh, finding Macy in the corner all alone. No hesitation by Macy uh, hitting a shot in a game uh, like this. There's a steal by Dowling. And Heller leaves it for Gippo. Layup is up and good and a timeout on the floor. As Urbandale has to burn a timeout with 2.49 remaining in the second quarter. And this will be a full timeout. So we'll take one ourselves. Along with Jim Cataldo and Mark Amadale, the score. Dowling 30, Urbandale 2 with 2.49 remaining here in the second quarter. Back in one minute from the Dowling Gym on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. This is Dale Offwist with a Chesterton Minute. Have you ever heard someone say that the church needs to keep up with the times? G.K. Chesterton says that all this talk about keeping up with the times has been uttered hundreds of times before. To be up to date, he says, is a paltry ambition, except in an almanac. The church certainly does not need to imitate the secular world. In fact, what does the word secular mean? It does not mean worldly. It does not even mean irreligious. To be secular simply means to be of the age, that is, of the age which is passing. And in the case of anyone trying to keep up with the times, the age that is already past. So what the word secular really means is dated. The church's truth is never out of date because it is eternal. Want more than a minute? Chesterton.org. And we're back here at the Dowling Catholic High School Gymnasium alongside Jim Cataldo, Mark Amadale, with uh, 2.49 remaining in the first half. Dowling girls out to a 30-2 lead. Yes, 28-point lead for Dowling, and the Maroons have emptied their bench. At least they got got brand-new players in, and we'll try to pick them up as the game progresses. Ellie Olson is, uh, remains in there for Dowling, and so does Macy Dowling, the 5'7 senior, and the transfer from Johnson. Getting her first action since earlier in the year up in Minnesota at the uh, Minnesota tournament. Urbandale with the ball. With it is Dharma Woodworth in there off the bench, and she tries to get a backdoor cut to Elena Shipper, and the ball is tipped out of bounds. It'll be Dowling basketball, another turnover. And, Jim, you're kind of keeping track of some of those turnovers. What do you, what do you got now for That's, both teams? You know, you're looking at, at Urbandale. It's just they're struggling to put balls uh, up, up to the basket because, you know, these turnovers have been hampering them. That's five turnovers in the second quarter, 13 for the game. And now a corner three from the right side by Zedeker is good. Ava Zedeker with her fifth point of the night. Dowling lead is now grown to 31. We also have Alex uh, Gaskell uh, in the Dowling lineup. Uh, she came in at, at the uh, at the timeout. Uh, have, haven't seen her much uh, this year. so She played a lot, uh, especially in Minnesota, but she plays on the JV team. And uh, Alex, one of the taller players, six-foot freshman, and a tremendous soccer player. She had 13 points and five rebounds against Marshalltown. I think that was the last varsity action, Jim. Well, you can see that that, that her size does, uh, her, her length do, uh, do uh, present uh, uh, some uh, some good things for the Maroons. All right, here's Downing with it after the pass from Zedeker. Now back to 
Zedeker. Corner three from the left side up, and it's off the mark. No good. Ball slapped out of bounds and saved by Urbandale. The other way we go. Good job that time by the Jayhawks. Lena Schiffer, her parents sitting behind us, so be careful what you say, Jimmy. <laughs> they were neighbors, or Mr. Schiffer was, to Dowling's own offensive line coach, Andy Pollock. They were neighbors in Applington, Iowa, so be careful what you say. Just mention that. I, I, you know, knowing Coach Pollock as well as I do, they take a lot of pride up in the Applington Park, Parkersburg area, and uh, which which they should. I mean, they, that's that's a tremendous uh, a community up there. We we stop up there every time we go uh, uh, to do our walkthrough when we go to the go to the dome. Is uh, Waterloo a suburb of Applington? I uh, I, th- I think a lot of people would think so. <laughs> I'm just asking because Pollock's not listening. He's doing the Ankeny broadcast tonight up there. Now ball tipped out of bounds. Both free throws no good by Mulligan. Oh, check that. One of the free throws was good, so she went one of two. It's 33-3, to three, Dowling by 30. And the ball tipped out of bounds as Dowling inbound of the ball. And the Maroons have possession with 45 seconds remaining in the First half. Now the backdoor cut layup up and good. Well, how about that pass, great. Lauren Frerichs to Zedeker? Great, great, great cut. Great look by uh, by Lauren Frerichs. Uh, overplaying the, the defense and Zedeker cutting in the back door uh, for an easy layup. Urbandale with the basketball. Taylor Mulligan in the front court with it. Leaves it for Salmon. Looks inside. Back to Woodworth. First shot up and no good. Draws the foul. This foul will be on Alex Gaskell. That'll be her first. And team foul number four on Dowling Catholic. So you look out there for the Maroons. You got Macy Downing, uh, Alex Gaskell, and Ellie Olson, uh, who are contributing in this game. But what, what you like to see with your reserve bench players is the effort that they come off. Right when they when they're in the game, they certainly want to show that they that they uh, uh, want to play more minutes. And the way you do that is the way you play on the court. And they're certainly uh, showing a lot of effort in the in the second quarter. All right, Woodworth to the line. This is the first free throw. She has the only field goal for Urbandale. Second free throw, no good. Rebound comes out to Dowling and Alex Gaskell. Here's Zedeker with it in the front court. Triple handoff. Goes to Ellie Olson. Now back to Frerichs. Back in the glass. Leaves it for Downing. Can't control the ball. Back to Frerichs. And now we may have a jump ball. No, it's stolen away. The horn goes off. Good defense that time by Taylor Mulligan of Urbandale. We go to half with Dowling leading 35-3. to over the Urbandale Jayhawks as the Maroons pulled Urbandale to one point, one free throw in the uh, second quarter as the Maroons outscore for Urbandale 18 to 1, Jim. And, uh, it, it's a smothering defense. And, uh, and and what you like seeing is is everybody wants to have a piece of this. It isn't just one or two girls uh, putting through all the defense ever. It's everybody from the starting lineup to your immediate reserves are coming in and making an impactful uh, uh, effort on the defensive side. And that just spawns success. And, and that's what you're seeing out of this Maroon team. And I think that's why you're seeing them being so, so successful in this, uh, in, in, in this year. Halftime score, Dowling 35, Urbandale 3. We'll catch up with our halftime guest, and that is Clay Field King, the Dowling boys coach, will join us, talk about his Christmas and New Year's break as we go to halftime with Dowling leading 35-3 over Urbandale in this girls' contest, along with Jim Cattato and Mark Amadil here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Did you know you have a choice in your child's education? Smaller class sizes, dedicated teachers, a sense of community, and a caring learning environment. Whether it's in the classroom or at home, 
Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education, and we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org schools. Amazon Smile is a simple way to support Iowa Catholic Radio. When you are shopping on Amazon, consider shopping through Amazon Smile instead. You get all the same great deals, and your order will also help support Iowa Catholic Radio. All you need to do is choose Iowa Catholic Radio as your nonprofit to support when you first log in, and Amazon will do the rest. Every Amazon Smile order you make, Amazon will donate to Iowa Catholic Radio. Support Iowa Catholic Radio while you shop at smile.amazon.com. And thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Hey, we're back here at the Dowling Catholic High School Gymnasium alongside Jim Cataldo, Mark Amadale, as uh, Dowling girls lead it 35-3 to at halftime. We're now joined by Clay Fielking, the Dowling boys basketball coach. And coach, welcome. Happy New Year. Hope you had a great Christmas. I know you're still on vacation. you got to come back for the, the part-time job coaching tonight because uh, I, I heard teachers don't go back till tomorrow here at Dowling. Steaded stay. Yeah, uh, back to reality tomorrow, so we've enjoyed the break, and um, should be a good game tonight. Well, it should be. Uh, you know, you were on the other side of the bench last year when Dowling played Irvindale. Both times they played. You were the assistant coach uh, to, to Coach uh, uh, Garvin, and I'll tell you what, you're you're here tonight, or Coach Smith, rather, and you're here tonight on the Dowling side of the bench. So talk about the matchup. You probably know a little bit more about the uh, the Irvindale guys, especially the Smiths brothers. Uh that's John's uh, nephews that he coaches. You know a little bit about this team. Yeah, a lot of familiar faces over there. They've had a great year. Um, they have. It's a good team. They're well-rounded. Um, good, uh, good height on the in- interior. Good, good perimeter play. Skilled guards. Smart, disciplined. Um, and they're playing really well. And they're playing with confidence. Um, they got a couple kids that haven't played yet that are going to be joining them tonight. So. So they keep getting stronger and, and deeper, and um, we'll have our hands full, you know. But um, it's going to be good to play a game. It's been been a long break, you know. Practices have been good, but our guys are ready to play against other other guys and not <laughs> not hear my voice so much. Well, it didn't help that right before you played Southeast Polk, that was your only game that week, and then uh, the situation in the fourth quarter with the Rams, and you know, losing that game, a game you had in, in overtime, and then all of a sudden. You have some more time off, so it's like you had a lot of break time in there with one game in about three and a half weeks. Yeah, um, yeah, not a great way to go into the break. You know, that was a salty one for us. Um, didn't end the way we wanted it to, and, and it's tough to sit on that for a couple of weeks. But our, our guys will respond. They're a resilient group, and it's all it's all about learning and getting better. And we learned a lot that night, um, coaches as well, and we uh, will be better because of it. Well, Coach Smith's told me he says, you know, when you play Dallin, you got to. You look to see who their, their scorers are, and that one kid named Drew Morrow, and I know he came off of uh, banged up his ankle over the break, but uh, Drew should be ready to go tonight. And Charlie Stewart starting to step up. You just don't know which half it's going to be. You hope it's all four quarters. But you get that going with uh, Carson Brown coming around, getting that football stuff out of him and getting that basketball shot back. Yeah. You've got something going there with three guys that uh, you can count on. We do. We do. Drew's been good. Drew's been pretty consistent. Um Charlie, Charlie's had some really good stretches for us, and you're right. It's a matter of putting four quarters together. Um, I think Carson has grown a lot. I think he's getting his basketball touch back and his basketball legs back. So it's a long process, you know, especially for the football guys. Um, but we're moving in the right direction, and it's about consistency and 
if we get a number of those guys clicking on the same night, then, then we can be pretty good. I think when you look at uh, at, at your team and, and you coming in, bringing your system into uh, in, into this program, uh, it, you know, it, it's not the start I think you, you would want, uh, but your kids have played extremely hard. But, you know, it, it has to be enlightening to come into the break and your first game is against a team that you know very, very well. And that has to feel a little bit more confidence as, as I think the kids will show that tonight. But over this break, you had some time away from the game situation, got more practice. Talk about what, what you learned about your team over the last uh, uh, 10 days uh, since the last game. Yeah. Um, the, we're, we're making, we, you got to make adjustments. Like we're at a place where, um, you know, there's a lot of film on us out there and you're so well scouted in this league that um, we're adding things, we're tweaking things. Um, it's just a different layer of, of basketball IQ that we're trying to get the kids to um to counter what we're what teams are going to try to do against us uh the reality is i think we'll be seeing a lot in zone uh, i think Irmadale tonight will probably mix it up and do a lot of different things you know we spoke about drew and teams are going to start doing things to take him away from us and so it's been an effort to try to prepare our guys for those types of situations because it's um it's going to come at them fast you know especially with with how well scouting will be from here on out so that's been a focus and we've added some defensive things that will uh, give us a little versatility and, and do some different things, um, you know. But they, they've been good. They've, they've worked hard the last week and a half, and, and we'll be ready to go. Well, Coach Bill King, I know one thing you've done is you've played quite a few kids, and I, you see them in practice, and you're trying to get a lineup that you're comfortable with. I don't know if it's a seven-player, eight-player lineup. A lot of coaches are, are different, but you've played quite a few kids and trying to get that, that top seven or eight uh, honed down by the time we get to this month. But another thing you have to keep in mind is seating for the postseason. Uh, you know, if you, you don't play well enough, you're playing that first Monday playing game. Otherwise, you get the buy. So there's a lot of things taken account. But the number one thing is finding out who you can count on for the postseason. You're right. No, that's a big deal. And we're still looking. I mean, the reality is, you know, we feel pretty – we feel good about all our guys. But that number seven through ten, those spots, hey, they're kind of up for grabs still. You know, we're evaluating these guys every day in practice and obviously throughout games. And, I think there will be a couple of kids tonight that that we'll see some minutes in the first half that we haven't seen a lot up to this point, and uh, they probably should have, and that's on me. You know, I think we we, we got to throw them in there and see what they can do, um, and at the same time give some of those starters a little bit of a break. I thought we kind of ran out of gas uh, in the fourth quarter overtime of that Southeast Pole game, and so um, we got to be better at, at keeping those guys fresh and then also giving these other guys an opportunity, but. Yeah, I think we'll see 10 guys tonight getting getting some quality minutes and, and hopefully we'll get a spark off the bench. That's where good assistant coaches come in. I mean, Coach Cataldo tries to play that on Friday nights during football season next to me in the booth at Hall in Place. But that's what Coach Cataldo and Coach Wagner are for. Say, hey, we might want to think about this matchup with one of our reserves. It's not on you. I know, yeah. where, to, I know where to point. No, yeah, that's on Wags <laughs> and Jimmy. Uh, go. They got to step up a little bit. They know they're underachieving. We've talked. We've talked, <laughs> so we'll, they'll be better. They'll be better. And that other guy you put on the bench, O'Hare, well, I can say this. He can't be on the radio this year since he's on the bench with you. So appreciate that. <laughs> you owe me one. You guys owe me one. <laughs> it's hurt him. Well, the matchup tonight, Coach, uh, well, let's, let's back up. As Jimmy and I talked about, you've had a couple weeks off. Who's kind of stepped up? We know who your starters are for the most part of the state of but who have you liked during this Christmas break? Who stepped up for you that maybe we'll see more minutes tonight? Um, Jack Odie's been doing some things in practice. Jack has he's had the injury bug a little bit. Um, 
and got injured again actually last week. He, he had another ankle thing. Um, so he's kind of been playing catch up with his health, I feel like, the whole season. He's finally to a point where he's moving better and starting to shoot it pretty well in practice. So I think you'll see more of Jack tonight. Uh, Davis Jack is another kid that that has been real, very consistent in practice with his effort and his production. And um, so those are those guys coming off the bench that um, took an opportunity, you know, and, and we're confident in what they can do. Um, but guys like that, like, we need that. We need that depth. Um, that's going to be big for us. All right, Coach. Well, appreciate you visiting yeah. us here on the pregame show, the boys' game, so to speak. But it's halftime with the girls. And best of luck tonight. Appreciate and it. look forward to calling. Thank you. All right. Clay King, our guest here. Uh, halftime, Dowling girls leading 35-3 to at halftime over Urbandale. We'll be back with the start of the second half in one minute here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. 60 Seconds with Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen. The natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, and neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. That is why those who share that spirit understand one another so readily. Try to teach people about Christ and the mysteries of our holy faith is almost like trying to teach a blind man color unless those people are ready to receive the spirit of Christ himself. Now converts who take instruction come to know that Jesus is our Lord. Where do they learn it? From the spirit. The Holy Spirit woos the soul, draws it to a closer fellowship, to more intimate union, becomes our sanctifier. Just as the Father is our Creator and the Son is our Redeemer. The people you know and trust are on EWTN. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym. Mark Medill alongside Jim Cataldo. Underway here in the second half as Dowling girls leading 35-3. to And Jim, get ready. We're going to have a lot of uh, reserves coming in that we haven't Called their names much during the girls' season. We're going to see them a lot here in the second half. But Urbandale with the basketball to start things off. Jayhawks with it. They put it in the lane, and they try to kick it out in the corner, and it's tipped out of bounds. They say it went off for Urbandale. And you need some uh, some numbers here for Dowling. Let's see. One, two. They had four two-point baskets and three three-point baskets in the second quarter. So I hope that helps you out. I got caught up with uh, Coach Steel King, and i got to give you your, the numbers that you need. 35-3, to three, Dowling. Maroons outscore Urbandale 18-1 to one in that second quarter after outscoring Urbandale 17-2 to two in the uh, first quarter. And the ball tipped out of bounds. It'll be... Urbandale possession, and we're close to a running clock here, Coach. 35 points in the second half, and you see the running clock. Well, you, you, you mentioned it best that you're sitting on the bench right now, and you're just you're nipping at the butt to get out there and and uh, and, and contribute. As as that's what you want to do. And, and I'm looking forward to seeing some of these other girls uh, down down the line on the bench uh, getting in there and contributing, as I'm sure they are. All right, more with it for Dowling in the corner for three. It's up, missed everything, no good. Gipple with the offensive board. And it gets it out to Zedeker, and Dowling will retain possession. They work the right side. Zedeker over to Moore. Top of the key it goes. This is Layla Tritton to Moore at the top of the key. Urbandale staying man-to-man. While Dowling launching the three. Zedeker, it's no good. 
Ball tipped around, and Urbandale comes away with it, and that is the freshman, Devin Carlisle. And I'll whistle, and we got a foul called on Dowling. If you're if you're Dowling, you don't want, uh, the last thing I think you come out and do is 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 stop doing what worked so well in the first half, which was penetrating uh, of the basket, making the defense collapse on you and kick it out, as we talked about. Uh, you know, so far in the early third quarter, the Maroons have shot three three pointers, uh, none of them going in, so they've gotten a little away from. What worked so well in the first half? All right, Urbandale with the basketball, trailing 35-3. to They're working inside. This is Grace Kelly with it and leaves it for her teammate, Birdwell. Her shot's no good. Rebound out to Dowling. Runes in transition. Here's Julia Moore. Pull-up jumper in the lane. Up and rolls through. Hangs on that rim. You can count to three, and then it falls. One of the tough shots you can take wow. is, is that four- to five-foot shot in the lane because it, it, it requires such a touch because uh, you don't have the backboard to work with, and uh, it's a tough touch shot, and Julia converted it. Moore with 11 points. And it's 37-3 to three Dowling. Runes by 34. That's their largest of the night. Now Urbandale with the ball, long three off the back iron, no good by the freshman Devin Carlisle for the Jayhawks. Rebound Dowling. Runes in transition. Here's Frerich with the shot. It's no good. Offensive rebound. Who else? Gipple again. Now a corner three in and out, no good by Tritton and a rebound out to Urbandale. Maroons get three chances there, Jimmy. And can't get it to fall. Well, it, Again, ball stays alive because the uh, offensive rebounding effort of Emma Gipple. Now Tritton with a, a steal. Her shot up and no good and a foul on Urbandale. And this will be on Maria Long, her second. Check that, her third personal. This is uh, Denny O'Grady, our PA announcer here. So free throws coming for Tritton. And Dowling, Layla had... As the first free throw is good. She had nine points at halftime. This is her 10th. Runes are five of eight at the free throw line. Second free throw good. Make that seven of 10 at the line tonight. 39 to three Maroons. Much better than their, uh, their, their season average right now. Uh, which is a good thing. I'm sure you want to work on that in the break, which I'm sure they did. Uh, 61% was the season out. Yeah. It's a little bit point. better than that. And that's that's what you're going to have to do to be uh, be highly successful against some of the real good teams you have coming up uh, here this uh, this week or next. Right, Riverdale with the ball. They're working inside. Shot up and good by Taylor Mulligan. That's their second field goal of the night. Julia, Julia uh, Moore on her inbounds pass steps over the line before uh, releasing the ball, which is a violation. And a 30-second timeout called by Dowling with 4.03 remaining here in the third quarter. Dowling 39, Urbandale 5. We're one point away from the running clock here, Jim Cataldo. Mark Amadale, Jim Cataldo. And, and uh, I want to thank Jennifer Phelps, our studio producer here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network for sitting in tonight. Our thanks to Scavenius Formal Wear, Catholic Tuition Organization, and Mercy One, some of our supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio. Coach Cataldo. Give us your thoughts thus far in this game. Well, I, you know, I, I really love this team, and, and and the things you love about it is is the effort, and and this is what you're seeing for the for the most part of this game is is taking the ball to the hoop, which is which creates so much things. 
uh, which has been so successful, at least in the first half. Got away from a little bit. It's looking better here the second half now, uh, but also the defensive effort, uh, which you, you can't stop but uh, but love what they're doing on, on this court. All right, Urbandale with the basketball after the uh, Dowling timeout. Who's leading 39-5. to is are under four minutes to play here in the third quarter for the Jayhawks. They have Devin Carlisle on the floor along with Dharma Woodworth off the bench. Bree Tiggis in there, one of the starters. And now a backdoor cut by Woodruff and a whistle and a foul on Dowling. A nice back cut that time by the Jayhawks and a foul on the Maroons. Gaskell will pick up her second foul. Dowling brought in four new girls uh, during that break. Uh, Marin Heller, uh, Ellie Olson, uh, Macy Downing, and uh, Alex Gaskell, along with, uh, with uh, 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 Layla Tritton stayed in the lineup. Uh, coming out of the break. Yeah, that's a line change. That's a line change. That's a line change. But but it's the effort. The young girls playing hard defense. And a beautiful pass by Carlisle underneath, and a basket scored by Maria Long. That's her first two points of the night. So Urban now with three field goals and a free throw. It's 39-7 Dowling. Under three minutes to play, third quarter from the Dowling Gym. Dowling going towards the north basket here in the second half. And here's Tritton, a, a head fake and an aggressive move to the basket. Her shot's no good. And Gaskell with the rebound, keeping the possession alive. Here's Heller. She likes that elbow shot, gets in the corner. And that's Tritton for three, and it's good. Layla Tritton, the 5'8 freshman. And she now has 13 points. Shows a tremendous versatility out of Layla. Uh, you know, the, the two possessions before, she takes the ball hard to the basket, nice little move, misses a little bit on the layup, but hard move to the basket. That time sets up as a three-point shooter on the corner. So on the penetration drive by Heller, finds her, and she knocks it down. Such versatility out of a young girl. 14 points for Tritton, and now underneath, a nice little left-handed shot in the baseline. Good by Maria Long. So she has back-to-back baskets. Long, a 5'9 junior. Playing with four, playing with three fouls, has four points. 30-second timeout called with 2.08 remaining in the third quarter. Dowling 42 and Urbandale 9, and this was called by Dowling as uh, Coach Meyer wanted to uh, stress some well, th- fundamentals think, yeah. here, I think, with this timeout. It's, it, it, it's, it's a good timeout by Coach Meyer. You have a young group in there, uh, deep bench players in there, and what they're finding is, is that during on the cuts by Urbandale, they're chasing those players down the lane, and they're not fast enough to – to, to catch up, and so they're finding easy baskets on the penetration. Just cleaning that up a little bit, talk about the communication, when we're going to switch, uh, or, or things that, that uh, Coach Meyer addressed during that timeout. All right, Dowling with the basketball as we approach the two-minute mark here in the third quarter. 42-9, to Dowling. Urbandale stays man-to-man on defense. There's more down the lane, and she loses it off her foot, out of bounds, and another Dowling turnover. And it'll be Urbandale possession. Mulligan will throw it in, one of the uh, sophomore starters. And really, Mulligan and Birdwell for Urbandale, only two players last year that got in the rotation. It was an eight-player rotation for Urbandale. Five starters and a senior uh, was a six-man, all seniors. So they graduate six of the, of the top eight, and it's uh, Mulligan and Birdwell off the bench. They're the starters now, so very inexperienced Urbandale team. Now here's Heller at the free throw line. A little step-back shot, no good. Rebound fought for and controlled by Urbandale and Woodworth. Such a veteran step back. Yeah. You know, you drive hard to the basket, stop the dribble, step back to create separation from your defender. Uh, it's, it's such an experienced move, and uh, it looks like she can handle it. 
Uh, just a, minute, a little bit short on the shot. I know some adults that tried doing that in your neighborhood that haven't got that mastered, and here Heller does. I think the last time I did that, I blew my Achilles. Uh, you did, and now underneath, <laughs> a shot off the glass. Good by Dowling in transition. Alex Gaskell with the basket and a foul on Urbandale, and this will be on the freshman Carlisle. Tremendous controlled shot by uh, by Gaskell there. Uh, gets the ball underneath and uh, and a hard move to the basket to create a layup. Her length is such a, such a challenge to defenders. Second foul on Carlisle, and Gaskell's free throw no good. And rebound out to Urbandale and Taylor Mulligan. 44-9 is our score. Dowling with the lead. 50 seconds remaining in the third quarter. And now Urbandale in transition. Salmon for three, no good. Left wing, rebound Gaskell. You know her dad, Jake? I do. Yeah. I do. I know the Gaskell family. Very athletic group. They're very good. And now traveling as Gaskell got the feet in the lane. And took the extra step and guilty the travel. The basket would have counted, but the traveling violation, turnover against Dowling with 25 seconds remaining. Maroons are scrappy. They'll defend you. Dowling, one of the conference leaders, giving up just under 40 points a game. Urbandale averages 36 points a game. Thus the two. Nice seeing Carlisle back in the lineup uh, after, after taking the uh, Glad you said that because she was out earlier in the first half. And now Dowling in transition, a shot up and no good. At the horn by Ellie Olson is no good. And we've come to the end of the third quarter here at the Dowling Gym with the score. 44-9, to Dowling girls leading Urbandale alongside Jim Cataldo. I'm Mark Amadale, and we'll be back for the fourth quarter in one minute. Reminding the boys game to follow here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Thought of the Day with Monsignor Frank Bagnano. St. Teresa of Avila was a 16th century Spanish nun honored by the church as one of the greatest teachers of spirituality in the church's history. One of her great teachings is found in this simple passage and it goes like this. Let nothing disturb you. Let nothing make you afraid. All things are passing. Only God is changeless. Patience gains all things. Whoever has God wants nothing. God alone suffices. Think about that as you live out today. Let nothing disturb you. Let nothing make you afraid. All things are passing. Only God is changeless. Patience gains all things. Whoever has God wants nothing. God alone is all we need. And that is today's thought of the day. Listener-supported Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM KWKY, Des Moines, 94.5 FM K233BT, Des Moines, 88.5 FM KIHS, Adel, 90.9 FM KLOX, Creston. Hey, we're back here at the Dowling Gym. Alongside Jim Cataldo, Mark Amadil, as we move to the fourth quarter, Dowling with the lead, 44-9, to and the running clock in effect right now, Jimmy. You know, Dowling's putting in their starters uh, to start the fourth. I don't expect them to play much in the fourth, but you want to see them get some minutes, especially after a long break. Uh, they have a tough road ahead of them, and I'm sure we'll talk about that a little bit in the, in the postgame, but uh, you certainly want to get them some minutes here in the fourth quarter. And Urbandale working the ball inside. A shot by Tickets is no good. A whistle and a foul on Dowling. This will be on Gipple. That'll be her second foul, team foul. Number three on Dowling here in the second half. Urbandale with uh, two team fouls. And free throws coming for the Jayhawks. And the first one is up and good by Tigges, a 5'8 
sophomore. 69% free throw shooter on the year, and just the first one to fall. She is now two of three at the line. Second one is also good, so she has now three of four at the line for three points. And it's 44 to 11, Dowling. Here's Moore with it, dribbling into traffic. Picks it back out to Tritton. Layla dribbles into the paint and now kicks it out. Long three coming for the Maroons. It's no good by Tritton. And the rebound pushed in the front court by Urbandale. That's Mulligan with it. She loses her balance and hits the deck. And now underneath, a shot no good by the Jayhawks. And that was Maria Long with the miss. Rebound Dowling. The other way we go. Tritton with the layup is no good. But Gipple, the putback, up and good. Emma Gipple with her fifth point of the night. She's always following, looking for those productive uh, stats, uh, as, as Emma always does. And, and again, on the offensive side, getting the offensive rebounding, putting up, and that's where she's getting her points. 46-11, to 11, Dowling. Rune's largest lead was 36 points at one time. It's now 35. The Jayhawks now taking some time off the clock. Here's Maria Long with it, guarded by Tritton and a long three by Devin Carlisle from the right corner. No good. Rebound Dowling in transition. Tritton for three. It's off the back iron. No good. Fight for the rebound and Tiggis comes away with it for the Jayhawks. Now stolen away by Dowling. Carlisle had the ball and Julia Moore with another steal in the lane. Now she's triple team. Kicks it out to Tritton for three. Top of the key. It's in and out. No good. Rebound. Who else? Gipple. Another offensive board. Mm -hmm. You charting those, Jimmy? I try, but I start <laughs> losing track of them. <laughs> now, corner three by Dowling. It's no good by Frericks. And rebound to Urbandale. Back and forth we go. Five and a half minutes remaining. Dowling 46, Urbandale 11. Mark Embedale, Jim Catalo here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. And thanks to our studio producer, Jennifer Phelps, keeping us on the air. Happy New Year to everybody. Our first broadcast of the 2022 season. And there's Zedeker with it. There's Dallin Girls running their offense. Underneath is Frericks. It's inside. A shot up and no good. Rebound Urbandale. Strong boards that time by Birdwell. Dallin's getting some great looks in the fourth quarter, and certainly a lot of these, these stars are looking to take their shots, get their get their shots in, knowing that they're probably going to come out. But getting good looks, they're just not going in. 46-11. to 11. Up next for Dowling, they travel this Friday to Waukee, who right now is unranked. And then next week, it's number 10 Valley and number one Johnson. Johnson game will be here next Friday, and the Valley game will be at Valley a week from tonight. Incredibly tough road, but that's what you expect when you're playing uh, girls basketball in Central Iowa. Every night you're going to play against some uh, some rated team or somebody who's hot, but uh, on, on nights like that, uh, anybody can beat anyone. 46 to 11 Maroons, and now wholesale changes for the Maroons as Heller is in there along with uh, Ellie Olson, who's actually returns to the lineup. Tritton remains in there. Macy Downing in the lineup. And back in the post, Alex Gaskell. Maroons being very patient. Now here is Heller down the lane, a shot up and good. She thought about passing the corner to Olsen, but kept it herself. It's a great, great fake pass, creating separation against from her from, from her defender uh, to give her an open layup. That's her fourth point for Heller. It's 
48 to 11. It's, it has been so entertaining <laughs> to watch you yeah, play with your headsets tonight. Headset problem, but uh, we'll get it fixed. Inside, a shot up and no good. Just make sure those stats are right. <laughs> rebound Dowling. Heller pull-up jumper. It's no good. And she gets her own rebound after it was slapped around. The Maroons will try it again. Here's Heller with it. Tries to drive in the lane. It's cut off. Gets in the corner. This is Olsen with it. Back to Heller. They work the right side. Olsen and Heller with a two-player game. Now Tritton gets it over in the corner to Olsen. And now a pass by Olsen is tipped out of bounds. And they'll say it'll be Dowling basketball. And it'll be a full timeout. We'll take one ourselves. With 2.47 remaining here in the fourth quarter, Dowling 48, Urbandale 11. From the Dowling Gym alongside Jim Cattle and Mark Amadale here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Ashworth Vision Clinic. Complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and pre- and post-operative care. 515-440-4610. AshworthVision.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Construction Professionals. Construction Professionals does remodeling and new construction. Construction Professionals is a Catholic family business built on a strong foundation. CPCustomHomes.com. Thank you, Construction Professionals, for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Dental Associates, addressing your smile needs and dreams. 515-225-6742. Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Thank you, Dental Associates, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Mercy One, your expert circle of personalized care for all your health needs. With more care locations than anyone, your best life is their one purpose. Find your doctor at mercyone.org. Hey, we're back here at the Dowling Gym. Dowling leading Urbandale 48-11 to 11, alongside Jim Cattell, Mark Hamadale, and a new lineup in there. Another line change for uh, Coach Meyer and Dowling. There's Olivia Redeker, Grace Kelly, Molly Moist, Olivia Spracklin, and Alex Gaskell are the five on the floor right now for uh, Dowling, Jimmy. It's just a, it continues to be a tough shooting night for Urbandale. That's uh, that's their, uh, their eighth missed uh, uh, three-point shot. Credit a lot of that to the Dowling defense. Oh, and a long three up and good. Molly Moist. Molly Moist with her second three of the year. A lot of excitement, and that, that that's what you want to see. I hope her parents, Bradford and uh, Ellen, are here. Can't look over, they're on the opposite side of us, but uh, now as Rivendell works in, 51 to 11, Dowling. Maroons by 40, their largest lead of the night. And Maroons now with the steal. And a shot up and no good. And the rebound out to Urbandale. So there you go. And now Urbandale with the ball. And a shot is no good by the Jayhawks. That was Lauren Salmon with the miss. Rebound Dowling. Turns with it. Here's Molly Moyes. Kicks it back out. Top of the key to Olivia Redeker. And now Grace Kelly has it. Retrieved the uh, errant pass by Redeker. Gives it to Moist in the corner to Redeker who won't shoot the three. Redeker, a 5 6 senior. And now a Euro step and her shot's no good. Rebound, Urbandale. Jayhawks in the front court. This is Pippet with it and a whistle and a foul before the shot. 
It'll be on Dowling. Let's see who it's on. We're going to call it number 15. That is Molly Moist, her first. Her older brother, Jason. Play a little baseball here. Yep. Play football for you? Nope. Nope. You couldn't turn him into a quarterback? I mean, he's got a great... We try. What the? Every August. Every yeah. wants to throw, grab a ball. Uh, corner three, it's no good by the Maroons, or by Urbandale. Rebound, Dowling. Moist all the way down. Layup is no good. Leaves it short. Ball slapped around, and let's see who's got control. They say it's tipped out of bounds off Urbandale. Salmon had a hand on it. Nice lineup out there, and that'll do it. 51-11 to 11 the final. We were at the running clock. Maroons got a lot of kids in there as uh, Dowling. You know, it's just like what you see out of the Dowling bench is, you know, you get some of those other girls in there, uh, and, and everybody's rooting for each other. That's That just shows a great uh, a, a team atmosphere that uh, Kristen Myers creates with this program. They do a lot of things outside of the court uh, together just to create that bonding, and you see that across the board when you get some of these other girls into the game. Molly Moist shooting uh, the three. The whole the whole bench kind of gets excited. And then uh, Olivia Redeker, she gets the ball open, and, and everybody's asking and, and, and encouraging her to shoot. Uh, but, you know, as an unselfish player, as this whole team is, seems to be unselfish, uh, she, she turns it away, uh, looks for uh, another player on a cut. Uh, but that's that's the team atmosphere that you're creating out of this Maroon team. And and that's, and that's no no surprise why they're successful this year. The, the unselfish play, which uh, is incredible, uh, the defensive end of the floor, the rebounding by the Maroons, and then certainly youth stepping up. Uh, uh, you know, Zedeker, we talked about her uh, all year. Emma Gipp, we talked about her. Uh, throughout the year, but even tonight, uh, uh, Layla Triton, uh, Triton stepping in, uh, creating double-digit uh, scoring for her. Uh, Julian Moore, double-digit scoring f- for her, uh, and then uh, uh, Lauren Frerichs uh, again, just just outstanding play by her on the penetration to the basket, looking for the open girl, and again, it's a, su- a successful night uh, for the Maroon girls. Certainly was as uh, Dowling outscores Urbandale seven to two in the fourth quarter with the running clock. And wins it 51-11, to the final in game one of our doubleheader. We'll come back and we'll add up some numbers and go through our post-game statistics and get a comment or two. As Steve Devenny on his way will join us for the boys' contest alongside Jimmy Cataldo. I'm Mark Amadale. Final score once again in the girls' contest, Dowling 51, Urbandale 11. As Dowling improves its record to 10-0, ranked number four in Class 5A. And Urbandale falls to three and seven. Up next for the Urbandale girls, they tra- they are home Friday night against number eight Southeast Polk in a girl boy doubleheader at the Jayhawks Gym. Up next for the Dowling girls and boys team will be uh, Friday, and the Maroons will be on the road at Waukee, and we'll have that coverage here in Iowa Catholic Radio beginning at six o'clock. Again, the final Dowling fifty-one, Urbandale eleven, and we'll be back with our post-game show after these messages here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. This is a Young Catholic Minute. So, uh, why does the kind of music I listen to matter? As Bob Dylan says in his song, It's alright, Ma, I'm only bleeding. He not being busy born is busy dying. And essentially that's true for our Catholic life as well. Every choice we make brings us closer or further from God. This includes our choice of music. Remember that music as an art form reflects the artist and connects with listeners because they identify with it. And although we all can identify with sin, deep down inside, we identify with the truth and the light of Christ even more. This doesn't mean that we can only listen to Gregorian chant. Remember, the very fact that we can sing or play music is a glorious gift from the Lord, which means we only have to start being careful when the music we listen to contradicts God 
and exalts things which can only identify with our sinful nature, things like drugs, lust, and anger. And when in doubt about a song, just ask yourself, what would Jesus listen to? For more, youtube.com slash youngcatholic. Dowling Catholic High School gym alongside Jim Cotato, Mark Amadale, as Dowling wins game one, 51 to 11 over Urbandale. The Maroons improve their record to 10 and 0 on the season. Urbandale falls to three and seven. And uh, Jim Cotato, I'll let you read the uh, unofficial, and I mean the word. I'm going to stress the word unofficial for Dowling and Urbandale fans out there wanting to know some of the stuff. Unofficial stats. Unofficial stats. Take it away from Dowling from the field, uh, 13. For 31, uh, most most of the, the miss coming in the fourth quarter, but 13 for 31 finishing, and then from the three point uh, arc, six of 20 in the game. Uh, Urbandale a, a tough night shooting. Uh, Give a lot of credit to the Dowling defense, uh, putting up four of 15 from the field, and then 0 for nine uh, from the three point arc. Uh, just a tough shooting night for Urbandale. Uh, just not getting a lot of shots, and, and credit that to the Dowling defense and the turnovers that they create uh, in their man to man sets. All right, and for the uh, scoring in this contest, we'll start with the visitors from Urbandale. Their leading scorer was Maria Long with four points. She was followed by uh, Bree Tiggis with three points, two points each for Taylor Mulligan and for Dharma Woodworth. Uh, Josie Birdwell did not score tonight, one of the uh, – Dowling, or rather, Urbandale starters. And Devin Carlisle, the 5-3 freshman, did not score for Urbandale. So the Jayhawks went 3 of 6 unofficially at the free throw line tonight. For Dowling Catholic, the Maroons had nine players in the scoring column, led by freshman Layla Tritton with 14 points. She knocked down a pair of three-pointers from the field, went 4 for 4 at the free throw line. Tritton with 14 points. 11 points for junior Julia Moore. And then she was followed by Ava Zedeker, the freshman for the Maroons, with seven points. Five points for Emma Gippel. Four points for Marin Heller. And then three points for Macy Downing. And two points for Lauren Frerichs. Alex Gaskell, the freshman uh, post player, with two points. Dowling seven of ten unofficially at the free throw line. So... There you go with some of the numbers. And, and you credited uh, you credited uh, Molly Moist with the three point shot. Make sure uh, that uh, that gets in the book because you're it is right here. Stats uh, Moist with uh, three, so but, it all adds up to the fifty one, Jimmy. I yeah, just let it, you, I'll let you know that early. <laughs> incredible <laughs> output, uh, you know, by the Maroons, and and and, and it's across the board. We, we've talked uh, several games in the past about who's going to step up tonight, and it's, it seems to be somebody different. You, you know, the solid play by Ava uh, Zedeker this year has been been noticed uh, uh emma gipple very very solid play defensively julia moore of course but but girls like uh layla tritton stepping up tonight 14 points uh is 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 a you know is a big confidence booster for her uh, uh julia moore scoring 11 we talked about her offensive output this year uh much more than in years past she's always been a defensive stopper but now looking to shoot more she's penetrating uh to the basket uh really really hard and then looking to pass off and it's the unselfish play uh, a lot of these girls are, are, are scoring points because of somebody else, and and that's 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 huge for 
for a young team uh, and, and, and a team that's going to get successful throughout the year is that unselfish play is when it's not open for you, can you create something for somebody else? And that's what you're seeing out of these girls time and time again. Again, the final score, Dowling 51, Urbandale 11 in game one of our girl-boy doubleheader. Jimmy, we were talking about schedules, and up next for Dowling, uh, they go on the road at uh, Waukee this Friday night. We'll have the game here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network as we'll get on the air at 6 o'clock from Waukee High School. And uh, you're going to move to the boys' games here in the next three games because Scott Babinat's going to sit in with me during the girls as uh, – the guy who's running late right now, Devinny, just texted me. Of course, he's in traffic, but uh, Steve <laughs> puts a lot of time. He might be coaching the, the NBA kids tonight. I'm not sure the, uh, yeah. uh, the, the youth. He always says practice, but uh, uh, Dowling will be at Waukee. So Scott Babinat will join me this Friday night. And then uh, a week from tonight, Dowling is at Valley for the rematch. And a girl boy, these are all girl boy doubleheaders. And then the Maroons take on number one Johnson a week from this Friday right here in the Dowling gym. The game will be televised on Mediacom, but tape delayed, so you can listen to it live right here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Number one, Johnson. Number four, Dowling. In a girls' matchup, 6-15, Friday, January 14th. Don't miss it. Well, it, it, it's a great start from a break. You know, taking on Urbandale, getting your legs back, getting back in the routine of, of game week, especially, mm-hmm. you know, school being out, and that's why you don't see a ton of, uh, of the students here uh, uh, cheering on the roof because school is still on break. But you look at the next five games, we're playing uh, at Waukee, 6-2 and two Waukee. Uh, you look at Valley, they're number 10 in the latest polls. Johnston is number one in the latest polls. Then uh, Waukee Northwest, number 11, and then number eight, Southeast Polk. So things don't get easier for these girls, and, and that's uh, a great thing to be noticed uh, by, by Coach Meyer. As, as, as great as this game was, getting a lot of girls in, into the game and, and, uh, and seeing a lot of successful uh, plays by the girls, Things are going to get much harder. Baskets aren't going to become as easy. And so reverting back to your defensive effort, your rebounding is going to be critical to success. No question about it. And uh, as I mentioned for uh, Urbandale, they will uh, continue on as uh, they will take on number eight Southeast Polk at home this Friday night in a girl-boy doubleheader at the Urbandale gym. And then on Saturday, they travel to Des Moines-Lincoln for a girl-boy doubleheader. Uh, I believe that is a late afternoon start for them. And then finally, for Urbandale next week, Tuesday, they uh, host Waukee. And then uh, next Friday, they take on Valley, both home games at Urbandale. So three of their next four for Urbandale are at home at the Jayhawk Gym. And, of course, the Dowling-Urbandale rematch is uh, Friday, February 4th. And we'll be there for the girl-boy doubleheader during that time. So, All right, Mr. Catalo, any closing remarks before uh, – we get to uh, preview the boys' game. We're looking for the uh, Benny. I'm sure he's coming. But uh, I, I just think that if, if, if you're a fan of, of, of Dowling Girls basketball, you got to be extremely excited about about this team. Not knowing what you had at the beginning, uh, and and just over these ten games to learn so much about what type of team this is. Some of these uh, young up and coming stars, uh, certainly exciting. And then you know, as as a fan, is the unselfish play that you you know everybody's going to contribute, and that's what you're seeing. So. The road doesn't get easier for the for the Maroons. In fact, it's going to get much harder. But it's a very very exciting time uh, to uh, to to be a fan of, of of Dallin Girls basketball program and to see what's to come here in the next uh, a few games of the month. Jimmy, thanks for sitting in. We'll talk to you uh, Friday night at the Waukee Gym. And that's Jim Cataldo, my broadcast partner. And we'll take a break. Come back. Steve Devinney is here, and we'll preview the boys' game 
It's uh, Dowling and Urbandale tonight from the uh, Dowling Gym. Final in game one. It's Dowling 51, Urbandale 11. The Maroons are now 10-0 and and ranked fourth in Class 5A as Urbandale falls to 3-7 and on the season. And alongside Jim Cattle, I'm Mark Amadillo and Jennifer Phelps, our student producer. We'll take a break, come back, preview the boys' contest. The teams are warming up next here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. What is the best gift ever? Giving a Catholic education is at the top of my list. Your contribution to CTO helps families send their children to our Catholic schools who otherwise could not afford it. In giving to CTO, you receive the best tax credits ever. Pledge or donate online at ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formal Wear. In business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formal Wear, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffingtons.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling. Since 1999, Golden Rule Heating and Cooling has been supporting customers with their rules to live by. Respect, understanding, loyalty, expertise, and service. GoldenRulePHC.com And we're back here at the Dowling Gym tonight here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network alongside... Steve Davidi, I'm Mark Amadil, and uh, final in game one, it was Dowling Girls defeating Urbandale 51 to 11, and joined by the Hall of Famer Steve Davidi. This will be your final broadcast. You, first of all, Happy New Year, my friend. And uh, Same to you, Mark. And uh, welcome. Hope you had a Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. You're going to celebrate it in some warm weather here following tonight's game. And guess who I went to the bullpen for and got? Well, you told me. Uh... We got Babinat. Yeah, that, that'll, be, that'll be fun. That'll be yeah. He's going to move the girls' side, and that guy you just got done exchanging seats with, Jim Cattaldo, is going to the boys' side, and he's he's frothing at the mouth. He yeah. wants. To, he just loves he loves the Dowling boys' team. Obviously, his uh, son's part of that, and uh, he's looking forward to it. So, don't stay away too long. I mean, I will need your help when you return. Hey, hey. Well, we've, we've talked about this before, but Wally Pipp was the first baseman before Lou Gehry got in there. <laughs> if I take about. a day off, I might be replaced forever. It's Cataldo we're, worried, we're not worried about. Cataldo, <laughs> come on. you got to be careful there. I love it. Yeah. Steve, welcome, and uh, looking forward to a nice game. The boys' contest, uh, bitter taste in the mouth. You know, the Dowling boys, our last broadcast was at Southeast Polk, and the Maroons uh, uh, losing 76-72 in overtime. As they were outscored 11 to seven in overtime after a 65-65 finish, but outscored 25 to 10 in the fourth quarter after the Maroons had a 15-point lead going to the fourth quarter. Yeah, that's a bitter taste to take after a road loss, then two weeks off, and then tonight it's Urbandale and Dowling. Yeah, that last game before Christmas was uh, as painful as they come because the Maroons are still fairly young, inexperienced, playing some football guys that are working their way into shape right. and. Uh, and they had made some strides. You know, they played their tails off and then uh, just maybe took their foot off the gas a little bit and, and give credit uh, uh, to the opponent right before Christmas. South, it was South a Polk, Polk, yeah. yeah. Give right. credit to Polk. And uh, it, was, it was just sad to see. But that's what sports is, right? It's adversity, and you got a little break. They got a full yeah. week, I think, Coach Steel King said, away from the court. 
And uh, now they've been back at it for about a week. I think their first practice was last Tuesday. And uh, so it'll be interesting to see how they come out tonight. One thing that we do know about this Maroon team is, boy, do they play hard. And uh, really, really good on the defensive end. And uh, so a lot of times it'll just come down to uh, how well they shoot it. And uh, and Coach Dioking uh, said that this Urbandale team is playing with a lot of confidence. And uh, – they have some good experience. They have athletes playing in other sports. And, uh, you, okay, so Coach O'Hare, I got to get this in. Please. He just gave us the uh, update. He won tonight, good. the Allen Boys freshman team that he uh, manages. Yep. I got to go to my uh, stat sheet here. So, Coach O'Hare, in his 21st year, as, outstanding. When are they going to name the court in the small gym? After I'm telling you. Is that, when's that, when's that, that ceremony? That is fantastic. Uh, yeah. So, he is now. With his four and two, he is now career win number three twenty two at the freshman level, with uh, eighty one losses. Yeah, my son played for him, and he's uh, he's he's, never, a, he's as passionate as anybody about Dowling and about basketball <laughs> than anybody who's ever lived. And uh, so good for him that he's continuing to have success, and uh, he's made a good impact and helped a lot of younger players along the way, like you say, for 21 years. Yep. That's a long time. 21st year. So congratulations to Kevin O'Hare. Dowling freshman now four and two on the season. And uh, they'll be playing at Waukee. Let's take a look at the starting lineup, Steve, before we go to break. Uh, it's Dowling and Walk- Dowling and Urbadale in this boys' contest. Maroons come in with a record of two and four. Urbadale off to a good start. They're five and three. Dowling's won 12 of the last 13 games in this meeting. Last year they split. Remember, Coach... Uh, Phil King was on the Urbandale bench next to uh, Coach John Smits, and he was part of that uh, win. Here we go. You got a fist bump, uh, Coach Nahas. Nothing's the same. Now, where's the hand sanitizer? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, uh, yeah, they, last year the two teams split. Dowling had like a 11-game uh, winning streak against the Jayhawks, and Urbandale won the first game 53-45 at Urbandale, and Dowling won here at Dowling 65-47, so they split. And let's take a look at the lineup tonight. Uh, Urbandale coached by head coach John Smith in his seventh year. 47 wins, 91 losses at Urbandale, assisted by Mark Bishop, John Hargerson. And they'll start at one guard, Bryce Lang, 5'10 junior, averaging 10.5 points. The other guard. So Lang. <clears throat> As Denny O'Grady announces the uh, starters for Urbandale, the second starter for Urbandale, number 12, Cooper Hardison, 6'1", junior, averaging seven and a half points, and he is the assistant coach's son. And the third guard is Grant Eaker, 6'1", sophomore, averaging nine and a half points, leads the team with 15 made threes. The one forward, Grayson Smith, the coach's nephew, wearing number 14, a 6'1", senior, and the other Starter is Cody Pierce, a 6'7 senior, averaging five and a half points. So it'll be Bryce Lang, Cooper Hardison, Grayson Smits, Grant Eaker, and Cody Pierce. Kirby Smits, the other Smits young man, will come off the bench for Urbandale. For Dowling Catholic, they'll go with their usual starting lineup. They'll start at one guard, Carson Brown, a 6'2 senior, averaging eight points. He'll wear number, number two. The other guard is Quincy Ferguson. He'll wear number four, 5'9 senior. And the third guard is Drew Morrow, Dowling's leading scorer, a six-foot junior, averaging 18.3 points a contest. And he leads the team with with uh, 16 made threes. 
At one forward, Charlie Stewart, a 6'3 senior, second leading scorer, averaging 13.5 points. And at center, Mata Brua. Mata is a uh, 6'4 senior, averaging 4.5 points. And he'll wear number 34. So for Dowling, it's Brown, Ferguson, Stewart, Drew Morrow, and Mata Brua. Maroons come in averaging 62 points on offense, give up 56 on defense. Urbandale averages 53 points on offense, and they give up just under 53 points on defense. We'll take a one-minute break, come back with tip-off. Dowling and Urbandale, the boys game, coming up here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. This is Dale Alquist with a Chesterton Minute. How many times have you heard it said that the church has been weak and ineffective? Well, G.K. Chesterton says the church has been so powerful and effective that it colored even the things it had not hoped to influence and changed its enemies as well as its friends. It affects everything it touches. It inspires a life-changing love from its friends and a self-destructive hatred from its enemies. Its enemies will do everything to destroy it, and they end up destroying everything except the church. The Catholic Church, says Chesterton, has endured for 2,000 years, and the world within the church has been more lucid, more level-headed, more reasonable in its hopes, more healthy in its instincts, more humorous and cheerful in the face of fate and death than all the world outside. Want more than a minute? Chesterton.org. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym underway in the boys' contest. It's Dowling and Urbandale, no score, as both teams have had a couple of possessions. Dowling got a shot by Drew Marl that was no good from three. And Urbandale missing a shot underneath. Jayhawks had the basketball now. Here's Bryce Lang with it, guarded by Quincy Ferguson. Leaves it for Grant Eaker. Now back to Lang for three. It's no good. Weak side rebound, Urbandale, and that's Cody Pierce. Leaves it for Grayson Smith. Smith's rather. Grayson to pass back out to Grant Eaker. Dowling staying man-to-man, as was Urbandale in their defensive set. Now the ball poked away by Dowling into the hands of Drew Morrow. Leaves it for Quincy Ferguson. Good hustle by the Maroons. No score. Morrow in the lane. Scoop shot up. No good. And they're going to get a foul before the shot on Urbandale. And this might be on Eaker. We'll see. Number 40. Might be on Cody Pierce. Excuse me. So Steve Devinney. Happy New Year to you. Welcome to the broadcast. Great to be back. And uh, both teams are 0 for 2 or 3 from the field so far and uh, shaking off a little rust from the two-week break. Well, both teams got some scrimmages in as uh, Dowling with the shot that's uh, no good by Charlie Stewart. The ball tipped out of bounds. It'll be Urbandale basketball. Of course, my colleague Steve uh, Devenny here, folks, Hall of Famer at Grandview and Big into the youth basketball program at Dowling, leading those eighth-grade group, and you're coaching all the time on the weekends, and a much-needed break. We're going to miss you Friday and next week as you uh, and your wife head south. Yeah. So It'll be nice to get a little warm weather, but I'll miss uh, you guys and watching the teams and coaching the youth for sure. Absolutely. Enjoy and soak up some of that sun down on the beaches. I hear it's 80 degrees down there. Now Ferguson with the steal by Dowling, and he gets tangled up and loses it out of bounds as uh, – Good hustle by Quincy, but Bryce Lang kind of tied him up, and the ball went off the foot of Quincy Ferguson. Yeah, Dowling so far this season, and they haven't had a a great record yet, but, uh, boy, they play hard on defense, and they're in the passing lanes, and they just don't give up a lot of easy, uncontested looks. 
And now Urbandale with the ball. Pull-up jumper, good. That's Bryce Lang, the 5'10 junior from the right elbow. And he is their leading scorer, and it's 2 to nothing Jayhawks as we're underway. Girls' game was won by Dowling, 51-11 to to improve to 10-0 on the season of Dowling girls. Now, Morrow for three in the right wing. It's no good. Urbandale showed a little uh, half-court uh, half zone defense that time down, 2-3 for the first time. Jayhawks have the ball as they work it underneath. Now in the corner for three, it's no good by Eaker, and the rebound Dowling. Morrow... Had it, now lost it, ball slapped away, and now Urbandale has it, and this is Cooper Hardison with it. Cooper, guarded by Carson Brown. These in the corner for Smith for three, and it's good. Grayson Smith, the 6'1 senior, and the coach's nephew who shoots and scores. It's 5 nothing Urbandale early. Good backdoor cut there to create some space in the corner. And now Steele, they double-team Carson Brown. Steele by Urbandale. They go down court, shot up, and missed everything. Rebound Urbandale, and the putback up and good as Grant Eaker puts the uh, basket through. And we got a 30-second timeout called by Dowling as three Jayhawks have scored for a 7-0 Jayhawk lead. I wouldn't say uh, Urbandale's dominating by any stretch of the imagination, but uh, a couple turnovers by the Maroons and uh, – and, and they started making a few shots here early. But uh, well, it's one thing we, we've talked about this with the Dowling boys team, it's effort. They have great effort. They're always hustling. But sometimes they uh, get into some bad situations where unforced turnovers. Yeah, that uh, was the case right there. Uh, Coach Thiel King drew up a little bit of uh, how they should be attacking Urbandale's zone, I think, in that 30-second timeout. Maroons have a, a few injuries as the injury bug hit him during the uh, break. Uh, Drew Morrow injured his ankle the day after the Southeast Polk game in a recreational accident. And he's probably going about 80, 85%. And I believe it was uh, Jack Odie also overcoming an ankle injury. He'll get some playing time off the bench tonight. No changes for Dowling out of the timeout. Maroons have it. On the baseline, a shot up and no good by Drew Morrow, and he drew the foul, and this will be on Urbandale. Cody Pierce, who took a tremendous swipe at the ball. That'll be his second foul, Mark. Oh, check. It's on Eaker. Oh, gosh. I didn't see that. Yeah, I didn't either. It's on Eaker. I thought it was Pierce. Yep, Eaker with the foul, so he has one foul. Pierce has the other. Okay. So two team fouls for Urbandale, none for Dowling, and free throw is up and good by Drew Marl. Marl, a 88% free throw shooter. Looks like the sophomore Coppola just checked in for uh, Ferguson. Yep, number 14. That's Joey Coppola. <clears throat> Averaging four points. And Joey, a 5'10 sophomore. Oh, no, now do they call it on Pierce now? Yeah, they, they just changed, changed it. They just changed it. Okay. That's yeah, interesting. They, I thought it was on Pierce initially. I did, too. I had it written down, and yeah. they reversed. So Pierce with two fouls and Eaker with none. I don't know if they're going to get the board fixed. Sometimes that's difficult to do. No, I think they did fix it, yeah. And he, he's been replaced now in the game. 7-1 okay. to one is our score as Morrow misses the second free throw. Rebound Jayhawks. 7-1, Urbandale. Kirby Schmitz just checked in for uh, Pierce. Now, he's been a starter throughout most of the year. He's coming off the bench tonight. Six-foot-six-inch player. For his uncle. And, yeah, Kirby, a uh, Grandview recruit. That's the ball forced out of bounds. Good hustle that time by Joey Coppola. 
as he forced a turnover against Urbandale. Joe's done a good job this year getting his hand in, in passing lanes, and he, he's a crafty player with uh, with some pretty good quickness. He's come a long way in the first part of the season for a sophomore. And he replaced uh, Quincy Ferguson as the second guard, now Carson Brown with it. Urbandale back to man-to-man. Carson Brown, a little spin move in the lane, a shot no good. Tip by Brua, no good. And a rebound comes out to Urbandale. Ball slapped away and Dowling with it. Here's Marl to the basket. It shot up good. And a turnover by Urbandale led to a Dowling basket there. Good aggressive drive in the paint by uh, Drew. Now Urbandale down court. Corner three, up and good. And that is Bryce Lang with his second field goal of the night. That's his fifth point and first three-pointers, 10-3 Urbandale. Yeah, he didn't need a lot of room to get that shot off. And like you said, he's their leading scorer. And now they're trapping the Maroons out there in the in the perimeter. Yeah, this is that uh, kind of a junk defense. And <laughs> how about the bank shot? Top of the key, good by Mata Brua. The bank is open. <laughs> Extended hours here after the first of the year. For your convenience, yes. <laughs> yes, 10-5 is our score. Irvindale with the lead. And we have both Smiths playing for the... Uh, Jayhawks, so keep an eye on that. This is Kirby on the right block, double team. Now Mata has him. Burrows his way in, and now shot up and no good, and Charlie Stewart with the block, and a whistle and a foul, and an Urbandale player down. Urbandale so far has done an excellent job moving without the basketball. Number 14, Schmitz came in from, or 24, I'm sorry. They're going to get Coppola for the foul. Okay. And now two shots coming for Grant Eaker. He has two points tonight. Two minutes, 10 seconds remaining, first quarter. 10 to 5s are scored. Urbandale with the lead. Free throw good by Eaker. Wholesale substitutions for the Maroons. In hockey, they call that a line change. We've got uh, Jalen Pettis checking in. You mentioned that Jack Odie would probably get some minutes tonight. He's checked in. And uh, Capola Morrow. And uh, Carson Brown will stay out there for the Maroons. Second free throw good by Did he Eaker. make both? Yes, he did. Okay. Eaker with four points, and it's 12-5. Urbandale with the lead here in the boys' contest. If you join us late, Dowling girls winning again. They defeated Urbandale 51-11. to Had the running clock going in the second half. Dowling girls 10-0 and ranked fourth in Class 5A. Both the Dowling girls and boys' team will travel to Waukee on Friday. A long three up and no good by Odie. And the rebound saved from going out of bounds by Urbandale, but saved to Dowling in the lane. A shot up and good. Is that uh, Capola? Capola. That'll be good for his confidence. He's missed a few uh, runners and floaters like that early this year. He, he needs a little confidence. So Capola shoots and scores. Now the other way, Urbandale with the basket. Eaker, a little floater in the lane off of the high ball screen by uh, the six foot six inch Schmitz. He has 16 points. Or a six points, excuse me. And now corner three, it's no good by Dowling. And that is Odie again from the left corner. Odie's had a couple good looks. Didn't miss them bad, but missed them. Didn't no. go in. Now here is ah, uh, Grayson Smith coming off the ball screen. His shot no good. Urbandale keeps the rebound. Lang for three up and good right in front of the Dowling bench. That's his second three of the night. He's got eight points. Lang's off to a good start here. Urbandale with their largest lead of 10. 17-7. Well, half-court trap there. 50 seconds, and now Morrow double-team. Bodies on the floor, and a timeout called by Gee head coach John Smiths and Urbandale. So it'll be a 30-second timeout. We'll keep it here with 47 seconds remaining. Urbandale keeps possession, 
And they lead by 10 over the Dowling Boys, 17-7. I want to thank Ashworth Vision Clinic, Scaffington's Formal Wear, the Catholic Tuition Organization, and Mercy One for supporting our broadcast all season long, alongside my broadcast partner for Game 2, and that's Steve Devenny. I'm Mark Amadale. Jennifer Phelps back at the Iowa Catholic Radio Studios is our studio producer. And, uh, Steve, aggressiveness, but Urbandale hot shooting here in the first half. Yeah, I think the thing that kind of changed the tempo of the game early on, for the first couple minutes they played man-to-man defense uh, against the Maroons, and then they went to that little half-court trap, and uh, it has caused the Maroon trouble, the Maroons trouble so far, uh, up up at the... Dowling! Catholic! Dowling! Catholic! Yeah! Jim alongside Steve Benning, Mark Amadale. A little technical difficulties as we've endured halftime. And now into the third quarter. And we're back on the air. 31-18 is our score. Urbandale with the lead over Dowling with six and a half minutes remaining here in the third quarter. We went to halftime with uh, Dowling trailing 29-15 to to the Jayhawks after being outscored 10-6 in that... Uh, Second quarter, the Maroons trailed 19 to 9 at the end of one and 29 to 15 at halftime. And right now, it's 31 18. Mark Amadale, Steve Devinney, Jennifer Phelps doing a yeoman's job back in the studio, getting us back on the air after numerous things happened. We were all disconnected here at the gym and then got back on. And Steve Devinney, when we get a moment, I'm going to have you uh, catch up. We'll start with scoring uh, when we can. But uh, Dowling with the balls, they go. Right to left, and Quincy Ferguson Elaine gets a shot off the glass. It's good. Five quick points for him, Mark, in the second half. He already had a, a three-pointer from the perimeter to uh, help get the Maroons hopefully back in the ballgame a little bit. So Ferguson with five, and now down the lane and hitting the deck, and a shot up and good for Drew Marl, who has been uh, – the focus of the Urbandale defensive prowess tonight. Morrow with five so points. Yeah, but that was a good steal there in the half-court defense and uncontested down at the other end for a layup. 31-22, Urbandale by nine, 5.40 remaining. And now the Jayhawks, a shot no good by Kai Black. This is his first appearance of the season. And now Morrow can't handle the pass from Carson Brown. Costly turnover there for the Maroons. But uh, back in the game, down by nine. Good start to the third quarter. Got to get a stop down here on the defensive end. Chip away at the deficit. That's correct. And just uh, kind of looking at the scoreboard right now is uh, getting our points all told. I know you've been keeping it dowling with no team fouls here in the second half. Urbandale with two. Both teams with four timeouts each. Now we got uh, something on the ball. They're going to have to get that cleaned off. Steve, why don't you go ahead and run down the scoring as you have it. At halftime, Lang led the Urbandale Jayhawks with 12, Eaker with 7, Black with 4, Grayson Schmitz with 3, 2 for Kirby Schmitz, and 1 for Pierce. Uh, Maroons, leading scorer Coppola with 4, Brown with 3, Morrow with 3, Bruah with 2, uh, Odie with two, and Stewart, Charlie Stewart with a layup. All right, as a uh, turnover by Urbandale, and a layup good by Drew Morrow. 
And the Maroons making their comeback, 31-24 Urbandale. Clawing their way back in with defense. And now a timeout by Urbandale. So the Jayhawks will take a timeout with uh, 5.08 remaining here in the third quarter. This will be a full timeout. Urbandale 31, Dowling Catholic 24, alongside Steve Devenny, Mark Hamadale. We'll keep it here. And we want to remind you of our supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio. They include Dental Associates, Mercy One, the uh, Construction Professionals, and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Reminder, uh, Dowling's next game will be a girl-boy doubleheader this Friday night. Steve will be on the uh, beaches of Florida while we'll be in the frozen tundra here in central Iowa. Dowling at Urbandale will be on the air at 6 o'clock with the girls' uh, pregame and the boys' contest to follow. Uh, for Urbandale, they'll be home Friday night at the Urbandale Gym against Southeast Polk in a girl-boy doubleheader. Both teams tip off at 6-15. Steve? Uh, second half scoring so far to get you up to date, Mark. Sure. Ferguson with a deep three and then a, a two off of an offensive board. Drew Morrow with two layups off steals. So the Maroons have uh, nine points to Urbandale's two so far. That was a, a, a putback off of an offensive board by Pierce. And uh, so they, they, Maroons have cut the deficit to seven. Let's see what uh, what we can get going again. Maroons on a nice little run out here as about scored Urbandale 6 nothing here in the last uh, couple of minutes. 31-24, Urbandale. Jayhawks have the ball. Dowling in man-to-man defense. This is Lang working off a ball screen by Kirby Smits. Gets around it and can't get the shot off. So they regroup. Cooper Hardison has it for the Jayhawks. Cooper, son of the assistant coach John Hardison, got the start tonight ahead of Kirby Smits, who came in off the bench. Now a bad pass by Smits, picked off by Mata Brewer and Dowling. Maroons have turned up the defense a little bit here to start the second half, Mark. Paying dividends. Well, in the Southeast Polk game right before the Christmas break, the Maroons had to uh, overcome a fourth-quarter deficit. And now here is a shot no good by Morrow and a three-pointer. Morrow lost his shoe. Missed the three-point basket, air ball. Charlie Stewart with a great offensive rebound and put back. And Charlie now. Deficit is five. With his third point. That's correct, Mark. 4.15 remaining. Now substitutions. Dowling will insert Davis Shrek. Davis Shrek, no, look, rather. Look, I'm sorry. It looks, like, uh, it looks like Colin Clark this time. Or is Number it Clark? 40. Yep. They've That's had... his first appearance tonight. Ah. So Clark in there now. He's going to come in for Drew Morrow, who's tying his tennis shoe. And Drew lost his composure a little bit, showing a little bit of emotion. Oh, here's Another a steal, steal by Charlie Stewart. Wow. That passed by Urbandale. That's, oh, De- my goodness. Deficit is five. And now a lot of chatter down there. We had that when we were off the air for a little bit, getting a regroup. Whistle and a foul on Urbandale. This will be on Kai Black, his first. Now, Kai has football offers from Iowa, Iowa State, and Wisconsin as he's a tight end. That's impressive. And uh, he is just – this is his first game back. He's been injured after uh, – I think he rolled his ankle pretty bad. So he is back tonight, dallying with the basketball. This is Colin Clark with it to Quincy Ferguson. Quincy gets to Mata Brew at the high post. Backdoor cut. Layup is up and good by Charlie Stewart. He got behind the defense. And the first one. Layup good and and one as the basket is good and a foul on Urbandale. Foul on Black? Yes, it is. Good call that's, there, Mr. Devaney. Second foul second. on Black. And now free throws coming for Charlie Stewart, who now has five points with an and one. Heating up a little bit. And his free throw is good. 
Charlie, two for three tonight at the line. Good pass there by Brua and it's on two. that backdoor cut. Dowling has climbed back from a 12-point deficit. Good zone offense, Mark. 31-19. Or no, 31-29 now. Excuse, yeah. excuse me, 31. It was a, I'm looking at the scores here. It was a 14-point uh, deficit at one time. 31-29, Urbandale by two, three and a half minutes to play. And now ball poked out of bounds, tr- uh, turnover? Yep, uh, poked out of bounds. Uh, and the ball comes back to the Maroons with a chance to tie or, or take the lead with a three. All right, Quincy Ferguson running the point. Just it over to Charlie Stewart. Not a Mata Brewer. And he makes uh, Smiths come out. A long three or a long basket up and good. How about that? We're tied at 31. Maroons were down 29-15 at the half, Mark. And That's, with five minutes has only gone in the third quarter, and the defense has turned this thing around. Mata Brewer with the basket, but now Urbandale answers. Reverse layup good by Grant Eaker. Nice uh, dribble penetration drive in traffic by Eaker. Eaker with nine points. And now Dallin with the three, and the Maroons have taken the lead, 34-33 on the basket, and... Tremendous move that time by Carson Brown. He's got six. Jayhawks with the basketball, and they dribble in the traffic. And before the shot, a foul on Dowling. The whistle, Quincy Ferguson uh, for the foul. Okay. Is that going to be on Ferguson? That's his first, I think. Dowling's first team foul of the second half. That's hard to believe. With 2.30 remaining yeah. here in the third quarter. And, and, and given the fact that a lot of the – the turn and momentum has come from defense. They've been yeah. doing it cleanly. Dowling's first lead of the ball game. They trailed by double figures in the first half. Trailed by 14 at halftime. Runes were outscored 25 to 10 in the fourth quarter at Southeast Polk after having a 15-point lead. So maybe they've uh, found a way to start a late start and finish fast or finish late and uh, finish, uh, so to speak. And they've... Rallied here. Here's Brewoff for three. Top of the key. It's in and out. No good. Colin Clark battling the rebound. And Charlie Stewart. Looks like a tie-up. That'll go to uh Battles tie black. And the two uh, exchange handshakes there. Love the competitiveness. Nobody's lost their temper, nor should they. It'll be Urbandale basketball in the ultimate possession. And three three new Maroons checking in, Mark. Uh, Kirby Smiths now checks in for Herberdale. Who's coming you. in for Dowling? Capola, Jalen Pettis, and Drew Morrow coming back in from the uh, the lost tennis shoe episode. That's right. <laughs> 34-33, Dowling by one. Minute 45 remaining, third quarter. Urbandale right to left towards the south basket. Here's Bryce Lang. He's got a nice floor game for the junior. Run the point. Lang leaves it for Eaker. In the corner it goes to Smith for three, and it's good. Grayson Smith, corner three from the right wing, up and in. Good offense there, good patience. Five or six passes, resulting in an open three-pointer from the right baseline. Uh, check that, Grayson Smith with his six-point. Now, top of the key, three, good by Drew Morrow. Drew's uh, battling him out of that uh, slump he had in the first half with just three points. He's got 10. That's his first three-pointer of the game. Hopefully he'll get back on track with that. 10 points tomorrow. 55 seconds remaining in the third quarter. Dowling 37, Urbandale 36. Here's a shot up. No good by Kirby Schmitz. Rebound Dowling. Here's Carson Brown down court. His shot's no good. Rebound Pettis. Excellent and Jalen saves it tomorrow for three. Good! 
How about that out of Carson Brown, Pettis, and finally Drew Morrow nails the three. Capola with an un- unbelievable pass assist to Carson, who lost track of the ball. Pettis tracked it down and threw it to Morrow for an open three. Excellent hustle by the Maroons. Morrow with 13 points, dowling by four, their largest lead of the night. Boy, this team woke up, didn't they? Yes, they did. They I guess the, Christmas break is over, Mark. Well, they had the great start at Southeast Polk before the fourth quarter meltdown. Yeah. Now it's just the opposite. They were down by double figures. Now a near steal by Coppola, and Morrell saves it, and he calls timeout. Good How hustle. about that? Boy, timeout oh dialing. Maroons, Coppola with his hand in the uh, the passing lane again. And that's a 30-second timeout. We'll keep it here alongside Steve Devenny. I'm Mark Amadale, Jennifer Phelps. Back at the studios as we overcame some technical difficulties caused by a power outage. Yeah, that, that was something else. Trying to get the equipment. They don't like that. Hey, not a power outage in the gym. Not in the gym. But power outage with to our, our stuff our equipment. And our, yeah. and our hookup. Now, the Maroons, uh, Mark, uh, with the reset, they're up four. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's only 2.9 seconds left in the quarter. Drew obviously didn't realize that when he called the timeout. But Maroons will have to go quickly. And uh, alternate possession, the Maroons will get it right back to start the fourth quarter. So, so Urbandale with four team fouls, Dowling with one. Both teams have three timeouts each at their disposal. 2.9 seconds, Dowling with the ball. Here's Morrow. He'll launch the three, half court up and off the back iron. No good. And we've come to the end of the third quarter of play with the score. Dowling Catholic 40, Urbandale 36. Alongside Steve Devinney, I'm Mark Amadell. Back with the fourth quarter here. At the Dowling Gym after we return after these messages here on the Iowa Catholic Radio. Radio This is Dale Alquist with a Chesterton Minute. Have you ever heard someone say, the Catholic view of marriage may be an ideal, but it cannot be a reality? Well, G.K. Chesterton says, it is an ideal in a diseased society, it is a reality in a healthy society. For where it is real, it makes society healthy. We know we cannot make a perfectly healthy society because while we believe in marriage and the church, we also believe in something called the fall of man, which also has an effect on society. But the point is that we believe not just in an ideal, but in something practical. Practical in the sense that we want to make something. We want to create Christian families as opposed to those who are always ready to destroy the family, who give up on the ideal and give in to whatever is easiest at the moment. Want more than a minute? Chesterton.org. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym. Alongside Steve DeBetty, Mark Hamadale, as we're start the fourth quarter. Dowling Catholic with the lead over Urbandale, 40 to 36. And what a third quarter for the Bruins. As they outscore Urbandale 25 to 9. Now Dowling gets it inside and a shot up and good. The extended lead to 42 36. That's a basket by Jalen Pettis, and he worked inside. Uh, a really good uh, feed by uh, Carson Brown. By Kirby Smith. Yeah, Brown with the assist. Now the ball loose on the floor again, stolen by Dowling. Jack Craig had it. Dowling comes away with it. Charlie Stewart with it. He drew the foul. On Lang at the half court mark. So Bryce will pick up Ivan for two. That's that, his that's third. Number, yeah, that's number three. So Bryce Lang, one of these junior starters for Urbandale. Leading scorer, averaging 10.5 points, three rebounds. 
looks like maybe Urbandale has been forced to go back to man to man defense. The Maroons really are going to one two two zone here. Well, it looks like it looks well, like they're they're, they're yeah. going with the cutter, so it's back to man. It looks uh, like they're chase. They're just keeping an eye on Morrow. Corner three up and good. Carson Brown starting to feel that's a second. That's his third three of the night. He's got nine points. Yeah, that's big time right there. Hitting those open shots makes all the difference in the world. Yeah, you look, watch, watch that one, two, two, Steve, and they're following Drew Morrow on it. And now a three-pointer. It's up and no good. Kai, or rather, uh, Jack Craig with the miss. Offensive rebound. Now a steal. Capola with the steal, I believe. His shot up and reverse layup. Good. He in went traffic. right around Lang. Another crafty move. Use the basket for protection. Joey Capola with his six-point. Now timeout called by Urbandale with six and a half minutes remaining. Full timeout. And it's Dowling 47, Urbandale 36. Dowling leads by 11. This is their largest lead after Urbandale led by at least 14 before we had our disconnect here. And Dowling up 47-36 after this uh, Urbandale timeout, which we'll keep here. I want to mention our supporters. They include Ashworth Vision Clinic, Dental Associates, Mercy One, and Construction Professionals, along with the Hall of Famer Steve Devenny. I'm Mark Amadale. And Steve, what, you know, you look back, and we're going to look at some numbers here. The Maroons outscoring Urbandale 25 to 9 in that third quarter after trailing by 14 at halftime. Yeah, 25 to 7, I think, Mark. And, and in the fourth quarter so far, it's 7 to 0, right? Yes. Outscoring them 7 to 0. So what a run the Maroons have been on. Give them credit. Give Coach Fielding, uh, Field King credit for making adjustments to that zone defense that Urbandale had so much success with in the first half. A lot of the credit also goes to both Pettis and Bruja for getting the ball in the middle. They each made a basket or two, and they also were able to get the ball to cutters uh, along the baseline. We're starting to make open shots, and uh, this has been a, a spirited effort and a good team effort with lots of guys getting in the scoring column. Urbandale with two timeouts remaining, Dowling with three. And we resume play. Six and a half minutes remaining. They get a shot in the block. It's no good by... The Jayhawks. That was a good look by Jack Craig. Couldn't get it to fall. And now they come down the court in the lane. A shot no good by Grayson Smith, but he drew the foul. It'll be on Dowling and Jalen Pettis. Jalen, his third. So free throws coming for Grayson Smith. Only the team's uh, second foul uh, of the second half, which is nice to see. Smith's free throw is good. He is a 80% free throw shooter. Brua is going to check back in for uh, Jalen Pettis. Good effort there by Pettis. No question about it. Smiths, second free throw, good. Grayson, a 6'1 senior. His brother Kirby, 6'6 junior, comes off the bench. And their uncle, John, the head coach. Looks like, uh, looks like Black will check back in. Yeah, Kai Black. And, uh, first game since uh, first game of the year. Actually, he has not played this season due to injury. Dowling with the ball. Here's Capola with it in the front court. Capola, Charlie Stewart, Drew Morrow has it left wing, guarded by Grayson Smiths. Maroons have to be patient. There's Matabrua in the lane. Shot the left hand, good. He took it down the, the uh, lane with the right hand and switched to the left. Brua shoots and scores. How about I, that? I saw Bobby Hansen do that against against Lincoln maybe about 40-some years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and it still went in. And now on the baseline, little 10-foot shot, left, wing, or left baseline, good by Urbandale. And Cooper Hardison, that's his first basket of the night. Yep. That's what I have. All right. Five, 35 remaining here in the third, here in the fourth quarter. Now a steal by Grayson Smith. His shot up with the left hand. No good. 
Rebounded by Kai Black, and he puts it in. Kai, a strong 6'3 junior with the putback and his six point. Turnover there by the Maroons. Deficit now for the Urbandale is seven. 49-42, Dowling with the lead. 5'15 remaining. Carson Brown with it to Brewer. Mata can't get the shot off. Now Brown will. Carson for three. It's short, and the rebound comes out to Grayson Smiths. Well, the Maroons trailed by 10 at the end of the first quarter. They trailed by 14 at halftime, and now Urbandale a transition basket up and in. And that's a nice move that time by Cody Pierce. That's his first point. That's his fifth point of the night. A little bit of a run here by the Urbandale Jayhawks, Mark. You said coming into the, the, the broadcast tonight that they're 4-2. and two. They've been in these situations. They're 5-3. and three. Or 5-3, and three, yeah. I'm sorry. Five and, and, three. The, uh, and the Maroons have struggled a little bit in some of the tight games. So it's going to be a good test here for the Maroons with Mercy to five-point lead with 4.53 to go. Yeah, so Dowling trailing by 10 at the end of the first quarter, trailed by 14 at halftime. It was Urbandale 29-15 at the half. And the Maroons with a 25-7 run in the third quarter, uh, led 40-36 coming into the fourth quarter. And now Maroons have uh, outscored Urbandale 9-8, and thus the timeout. Both teams with two timeouts remaining. 4.53 remaining here in the fourth quarter. Dowling 49, Urbandale 44, alongside Steve Devaney. I'm Mark Amadale. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back on the air Friday night from the Waukee gym, as it'll be Dowling at Waukee and a girl-boy doubleheader. And for remainder of, well, the next six weeks, there's your guy from Marshalltown. He was, he was Jerry Mason, for, referee. That, that's who it is. That's who it is. <laughs> I don't know. Tonight. Uh, so, yeah, he was looking for you during the uh, – girls game in here and i said Does that mean we're going to start the game with a technical foul on davini and uh, he said oh no I, I grew up with him in marshalltown i know he's yeah. in marshalltown yeah jerry does some freshman and sophomore basketball games he's in the small gym and looks like their game just got done that would be the jv2 girls game inside out by and, the maroons and here's a three-pointer by capola that's no good rebound bryce lang and urbandale and a whistle on the back wide, wide open look I don't know, Missed I think, it. Gonna get Brown or Carson? Looks like Carson Brown. Yeah. Carson his, with his, his third. Team third. The nice thing about this game so far is the opponent is not in the bonus. Maroons have done a good job of playing good defense without fouling. So Carson Brown with his second foul, and you mentioned Steve, the third team foul on Dowling. Urbandale with five team fouls. 49-44 Dowling. Urbandale with the ball. Now, pull-up jumper from the right elbow. It's no good by Cooper Hardison. Rebound Dowling and Mata Brua to Capola in the front courts. Capola, Carson Brown, and Drew Marl, the three guards, with Mata Brua and Charlie Stewart in the post. Here's a dribble handoff to Marl. Now they work it to Carson Brown on the left wing, right in front of the Dowling student body. Across from us. Here's Marl with it. Drew trying to drive against Grayson Smits. Can't do it. Maroons will reset. Four minutes to play and Dowling by five. Maroons don't need to put it in the deep freeze, but they need to be uh, patient. Stewart with it. They're trying to double-team Morrow every chance they get. And they are. They've uh, kept an eye on him. Morrow, Drew has 13 points, now whistling a foul. Good patience by the Maroons, and they drew the foul. Be the 16th foul on Urbandale. Third on, on Black, I believe. Yeah, Kai picks third. up his third. As we mentioned, Kai Black has football offers from Iowa, Iowa State, and Wisconsin. Look at my notes here. I told the coach, he was telling me earlier that 
think it was the uh, on the offensive side. Maroons will be shooting next time Urbandale commits yeah, that's a foul. Right. That is a 16 foul. You're right. Let's be strong with the ball. Let's hit the open man. Let's keep cutting. Carson Brown, there quick move on the corner. Now they're Coppola for three and off the back iron, no good. And the rebound comes out to the Jayhawks. Open look. Just couldn't get it to go. So Urbandale now in the front court. With it is Cooper Hardison. Black with an offensive foul. Illegal screen. Ooh, I think that might be his fourth foul. It is. That's two quick ones in the last few minutes. Now that's an offensive foul, so the Maroons won't be shooting. Uh, looks like Quincy Ferguson is going to check back in for Coppola at the point guard spot. And with 3.15 to go, the Maroons are nursing a five-point lead. Wide receiver and tight end is what uh, Kai Black has been recruited as. And now Mata Brew in the lane. And his has his shot. Well, he gets knocked down without a shot. <laughs> He'll I, go I, to the free throw line regardless. Well, are they going to call it two or just a bonus? Or a one and one. We'll see. Hang on here. Foul was on Pierce. Two shots. Yeah, I, I thought that's the right call. I thought he was in the act of shooting. So Pierce with his fourth foul. And yeah, two free uh, throws coming from Mata Brewer. And Black with four fouls. Their post players each have four. And the first free throw is rolls off the win. No good. Mata, an 83% free throw shooter. Yeah, good soft touch there. It just rolled off the side of the rim. And uh, we could use all these uh, free throws, couldn't we? 49-44, Dowling by five. 306 remaining, fourth quarter. Second free throw good. Mata has some big free throws at Southeast Polk. Yep, he sure did. Last Friday for the, the break, he was two for two in overtime. Finished with eight points. Kirby no. Schmitz, the third smaller post player. Uh, Smith's tonight. One coaches, the other two come off the bench. Yeah. Playing for Uncle John. He checked in now for the... Uh, the Jayhawks. Yeah, they're rotating their posts. There's a lot of fouls there. And now a corner three blocked. It's blocked by Quincy Ferguson as Ecker had his shot blocked. But now the deflection comes back to Urbandale. And now a steal by Ferguson. Fantastic as, defense. As Smith decided to dribble, and he shouldn't have. That was Quincy, Kirby Smith. Quincy dug down on the post like you're supposed to do when he goes in the paint there and got the quick steal. Quincy Ferguson with the steal. He's the leader on this team in steals with eight coming in. I think he's got a couple tonight. 50 to 44, Dowling by six, 220 remaining. Make sure you use your ball fakes, fellas. Fouls to give, certainly for Urbandale. Or rather for uh, Urbandale with their eighth foul. So it'll be one on one time, the next two fouls. And that'll be Quincy Ferguson going to the line. Uh, is that the, oh, that's, that's the, the ninth team foul? Yep. It'll be Ecker going uh, with the foul. That's his second. And 24 with the foul? Yeah. Yes. Yep. And. Uh, Free throws coming for Quincy has one of the bonus. Quincy Ferguson. This will be his first free throws of the season. Are you kidding me? No, unless you have him down early. No. We were at the uh, technical difficulties. First free throw, good. How about that? First Fantastic. free throws of the year, Steve. Fantastic. Took him seven games to get one attempt. <laughs> That's interesting that you know just a, that he wouldn't have had a few attempts by now. Uh, back in your day at Marshalltown, you uh, you were up there. You had like 30 attempts before Christmas break, didn't you? I have, I have no idea. That's been so long ago they tore up the records. No, they're around. Uh, I've, I've already uh, requested them on the open <laughs> records laws. Uh, now, Urbandale with the ball. They work it nicely inside. And Cooper Hardison with his second basket of yeah. the fourth quarter. Good hoop and traffic. And it cuts the Dowling lead to five, 51-46, right off the left block. Minute 50 to go. Here's Quincy Ferguson. Urbandale with nine team fouls. 
Time and score. Maroons will no longer be shooting outside jumpers beyond the arc. It's going to be uh, it's going to be layups. Now here is uh, Carson Brown as they play catch in the perimeter, and he's fouled by Smith. Kirby Smith. Second team tenth. That'll be the double bonus now Carson for Dallas. Will get two. So Carson tonight has nine points on three three pointers. Let's finish this off here tonight, boys, and get get 2022 off to a good start. Maroons come in with a record of two and four. First free throw, no good by Carson. A little the, long by Carson. The Jayhawks come in with a record of five and three. And they <clears throat> scrimmage some tough teams. Number one, Ames. Number two, Council Bluffs Lincoln. And number four, Walkie Northwest as wow. the Herberdale Jayhawks. How about that? Second free throw, good. Ten points now for Carson Brown. The lead is six for Dowling. 52-46, minute 30 remaining. Need a stop. Without fouling. A long three by the Jayhawks in the corner. No good by Lang. Rebound Dowling and Charlie Stewart and a foul on the backcourt on the Jayhawks. Who had the foul? We're going to find out. 24. That's Eaker. Okay. Third foul for Eaker. Dowling in the double bonus. They'll shoot two. Each Urbandale foul the remainder of the game. Charlie's got to knock these down for the Maroons. Two, two free throw or two timeouts each rather for Urbandale and Dallin, first free throw good by Charlie Stewart. Interesting uh, stat. Lang, leading scorer for Urbandale, had 12 at half, but has not scored in the second half. Second free throw, no good. Seven points is the lead. Minute 20 to go, Mark. And the rebound, Urbandale, 53-46, Dowling. Urbandale in hurry-up mode. Here's Hardison with it. Cooper, Dowling stays man-to-man. And a whistle and a foul on Stewart. Dowling has fouls to give. That was their 14th foul. That wasn't... uh, and on, is it on Charlie? Yeah, Charlie reached in there. Probably should not have done that, but uh, only the fourth team foul of the half. And uh, play play good defense without fouling would be the rule here. Coach Stilkin talked to us about you know maybe getting getting guys rotated in so you have energy at the end. He thought the fourth quarter Southeast Polk they didn't. Now Urbandale inbounds the ball, a three pointer from Caitlin Clark range. That's the second one tonight. It's good by Bryce Lang. We'll keep it here. Timeout, Urbandale. That's their fourth. So Lang, that's his 15th point. Uh, full timeout, Mark. We'll, we'll keep it here. We had our commercials run during our little technical issue, which we got solved. Took about five minutes to do it. I thought maybe uh, that was an illegal screen, but uh, no call. And then Lang, I jinxed the Maroons by saying that Lang hadn't scored in the second half. And 30 seconds later, he knocks down a three. Yeah, so. he hadn't scored since the second quarter. Right. Nice job out of you. Putting on the media. Yep. <laughs> Didn't mean to jinx the Maroons by doing that, but uh, I thought it was an impressive stat that they had held him down, held him in check in the second half. So uh, game reset, next jump ball, held ball, alternate possession will go to Urbandale. Uh, Maroons are in the double bonus. Maroons have only committed four fouls. Maroons have two timeouts left. Urbandale one. And we have 65 seconds left here in the fourth quarter remaining. I want to thank Mercy One, the Catholic Tuition Organization, and Skeffin's Formal Wear for supporting our broadcast all season long. Our thanks to Jennifer Phelps, our studio producer tonight. Alongside Steve Devenny, I'm Mark Amadale, Jimmy Cataldo, sitting in with Game One. Dallin Girls winning tonight. I shouldn't I have a that in a while. 51 to 11, Dallin Girls over Urban is Dale. That on, is that on black? And, Foul in the backcourt. And oh no, I'm and, sorry. And Dowling Girls now 10 and 0, ranked fourth, and they'll. Travel to Waukee for a Girl Boy doubleheader on Friday. 
And as you mentioned, a whistle and a foul on the Jayhawks. That was on Lang, Mark. And that's uh, his fourth. Carson Brown with two. And the first one up. Good. Carson Brown tonight with 11 points. Yeah, you're talking about the Maroon girls. What a great start to the season. What a fun team to watch. Yeah. And, uh, you know, those freshmen playing well. Second free throw, no good by Carson. Rebound, Dowling, a minute to play. And now a long three, no good by Lang. And the ball saved from going out of bounds into Dowling's hand. Here's Morrow with it. Drew, double team. Careful. That's the fight through traffic. It's to Carson Brown, and they'll foul him. Number 14, Schmitz. Might so be his Grayson's, first foul of the night. I have him for one. Yeah. And with 49 seconds remaining, Dowling by five. And free throws coming for Carson Brown, who has 11 points tonight. Maroons have yet to make both shots in a two-free-throw opportunity. Well, he made the first one. Come on, Carson. Finish this deal out. Here's the deal. His next made free throw, he and Drew Amaro will be leading scorers tonight with 13 points each for Don. Second free throw. Got it. Got it. There, Steve. That's the first two-for-two opportunity we've had tonight. (laughs) Not the media jinx you had earlier about two minutes ago. 56-49 Dowling. Brown with 13 points. Drew Morrow with 13 points. Leading scores for the Maroons. Urbandale with the ball. This is Kirby Smith with it. Almost threw it away. Eaker runs it down at half court. Dribbles against Charlie Stewart. His shot up no good. Rebound slapped around and taken away by Quincy Ferguson and a foul in the backcourt. Hey, nice play by the Maroons on defense. Taken they, away in the backcourt by Quincy and a foul they, on Urbandale. They got to stop down there. They made Urbandale run offense for 20 seconds. Up by seven, ended up in a missed shot, and the rebound by Quincy, who got fouled. Reminder, the rematch between Urbandale and Dowling is Friday, February 4th. You should be back from your uh, I'm in. warm vacation, suntan and everything. That could be an interesting game on a Friday night at Urbandale, as the free throw well, is good by Quincy Ferguson. Mark, Urbandale is much improved. After Coach Bjorken left and went down to Simpson, and Coach Schmitz came over, they had a few lean years, but boy, this is a good squad. Second free throw, no good by Quincy. He's got seven points. Rebound. A foul to give. But foul on Dowling. Coach Steele King said, go ahead and use it. Morrow Drew. did use it in the open court. And it's the second foul on Drew Morrow. Team foul number five on Dowling there, Steve. So They, they can use another one if they need to. Yep. 21 seconds remaining. Dowling 57, Urbandale 49. And Deep three. three-quarter you know, a deep three, volleyball line three. It's no good by Smiths, and we got a loose ball foul. Looks like Quincy Ferguson on Quincy. So now that up. is the team's sixth foul of the half. Quincy's second foul. No more fouls to give to go with the seven points. And Urbadell inbounds the ball, and a shot up and good. That is Grayson Smiths with the basket as his tenth point. Nice creative inbounds play. Little lob over the rim, front of the rim, and he knocked it in. So. Uh, Six-point lead for the Maroons, 13.6 seconds to go. We'll keep it here. 57-51, Dowling by six. Up next for Urbandale, they uh, will be in, in action Friday night. They'll be at home against Southeast Polk for a girl-boy doubleheader beginning at 6-15 at the Urbandale gym. Then they turn around and play on Saturday. It'll be a girl-boy doubleheader at the Roundhouse at Des Moines-Lincoln. Urbandale at Lincoln. Girls' game begins at 3 o'clock. The boys' game to follow at 4.30 for Urbandale. Then next week, Urbandale will be home. Both Tuesday and Friday next week, they'll host Waukee on Tuesday, one week from tonight. And they'll host number nine Valley Boys on Friday. 
Tuesday, Friday, Steve, for the next six weeks of CIML basketball. And now a steal by Kai Black, and his layup is no good. Rebound, Drew Morrow, and he's fouled. I'll tell you what, Kai took the ball away, jumped in the passing zone. The pass came from Carson Brown on the wing. He stole it away but couldn't finish. Excellent defensive pressure in the backcourt by Urbandale, but uh, with the missed layup opportunity, Morrow will have two free throws. And with 7.1 seconds to go, this looks to be uh, locked up here. Well, Grayson Smits picks up his second foul for the 6-1 senior. Morrow's free throw good. Drew now. now. Drew missed a couple free throws against uh, Southeast Polk, but before that, wasn't he like 89 percenter for yeah. the, on the season? He was. Uh, he's at 88 right now, so he must have must have been like 91 or two. Yeah. yeah. He's two for three tonight. Knocked both of them in there. And the second one, good. 15 points for Drew Morrow. 59-51, Dowling by eight. Five seconds remaining. Long three up off the glass. No good. Carson Brown with the rebound, and that'll do it. Dowling will win it. 59-51. Hey, that feels good. A come-from-behind victory for the Maroons in this boys' contest. That After feels Urbandale good. jumped out to a 14-point halftime lead. <laughs> Major comeback for Dowling just as we went back on the air. How about that, Steve? What Was that coincidental? No, I don't think so. <laughs> Congratulations to head coach... Clay Phil King, win number three as a Dowling head boys coach. The record now three and four for the Maroons. Urbandale falls to five and four. Dowling at Waukee in a girl boy doubleheader this Friday, which we'll have on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. And again, Urbandale hosting Southeast Polk in a girl boy doubleheader on Friday. Along with Steve Devinney, I'm Mark Hamadell. We're going to total up the numbers and come back with our post game show. Girls game earlier tonight won by Dowling. 51 to 11. Dowling girls rank fourth in Class 5A. They're now 10 and 0 on the season. We'll take a break. We'll be back here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Did you know you have a choice in your child's education? Smaller class sizes, dedicated teachers, a sense of community, and a caring learning environment. Whether it's in the classroom or at home, Diocese of Des Moines Catholic Schools deliver the best value in education. And we offer tuition assistance to help you afford it. Learn more about how the Catholic schools in the Des Moines Diocese might be the right choice for your child. Visit dmdiocese.org schools. Throughout history, our Lord has shown us that He is truly present in the Blessed Sacrament. Experience these wonders for yourself as Iowa Catholic Radio presents the Vatican International Exhibition, Eucharistic Miracles of the World, at the Christ the King Parish Gallery in Des Moines, 6 a.m. to 9 p.m., now through January 12th. Learn more about how you can bring this beautiful panel display to your parish, school, or faith-based organization by calling 515-223-1150. This is Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners to Christ. And we're back here at the Dowling Gym. Final score in the boys' contest. It's uh, Dowling defeat Urbandale 59-51. And the Maroons now improve their record to 3-4 and four on the season as Urbandale falls to 5-4. and four. As Steve Devenny and I are tolling up the numbers. I got to get uh, – Steve's always got his fanfare going around here. I mean – I got the scoring, Mark. I just oh, went through well, the numbers. You go right ahead and take that up, and I'm going to go through. you get the free throws in there, too? I do. Okay, you got those added up? No. Nope. If not, I'll let you do that as I'm kind of going through yeah. some things here. But uh, 
Let's go back to the quarter scores. Urbandale jumped out to a 19-9 first quarter lead over the Dowling boys. And they came back and outscored Dowling 10-6 in the second quarter. Urbandale led 29-15 at halftime. And I'm not sure if that was their largest lead of the night. But then the Dowling came, comeback came in the third quarter. The Maroons outscored Urbandale 25-7 to lead 40-36 going into the fourth quarter. And the Maroons outscore Urbandale 19-15 in the fourth quarter to win it, 59-51. Dowling's largest lead was 11 in the second half. Urbandale's largest lead, to my knowledge, was 14 points. But uh, that might not be correct, but uh, it was double-figure leads. Well, it was at half, 29-15, so that was that's but, probably but accurate. Was it, did the third quarter, did they extend a the lead? That's when we were dealing no. with getting back on the air. No, Maroons got off to just a blazing start okay. and uh, yeah, so, cut so, right into the deficit. So a 14-point lead was Urbandale's largest. Well, the Maroons a week ago, or before the break, did the same thing. They, they were uh, the Urbandale team tonight. They had the big lead, and they lost it in the fourth quarter, and Dowling found a way to budge, or merge through that. The rematch for Dowling and Urbandale will be at Urbandale on Friday, February 4th. And we hope to have that game right here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Steve Devinney, go ahead with the scoring, and uh, you take it away. Okay, for Urbandale, the visitors, uh, 51 points on the night. Lang led the scoring with 15, although he just had one three in the second half. The Maroons did a good job on him in the second half. Uh, next was, excuse me, Grayson, Grayson Schmitz, 10 points, 9 for Eaker. Six for Black, five for Pierce, four for Hardison, and two for Craig for a total of 51. Urbandale was eight for 11 from the charity stripe. For the Maroons, 59 points total. Led in scoring by uh, Drew Morrow, who had only three at half, finished with 15. Mm -hmm. Carson Brown also had three at half and finished with 13. Uh, Quincy Ferguson may be a season high for him, I think. Seven points. Also with seven was Charlie Stewart. Uh, also seven, probably a, a season high for Bruah. Six for Coppola. Also, I think maybe, well, besides that Marshalltown game, he had a, six might have been the second highest scoring total for him on the season. Two for uh, Pettis and two for Odie. Nice to see Jack Odie get on the board. So a season high for the Maroons in terms of guys who scored. Eight Maroons scored tonight. They were 12 for 21 from the free throw line. So a great effort in terms of balanced scoring and the defense got him back in the game in the second half. And what a way to start 2022. Well, we talked about effort in the first half and Steve uh, Dowling and Urbandale both showed that on the floor. Now, sometimes effort doesn't result in points. It might result in a turnover or, uh, or negative. Uh, if you chart in a, a defense and a plus minus chart, it might result in a minus, but the, the effort was there by both teams. And we saw that throughout the game. It just said Dowling, and I think with their rotations, you know, Coach Steele King at Dowling told us at halftime of the girls' game, said, hey, I've got to find a way. And he, he said, uh, Davis Sheck, along with uh, Joey Coppola, Jack's, Jack Odie, yep. and, uh, you know, Colin Clark, Jalen Pettis, they've got to find a way to get them in the game in the first half so the starters can close. And that's what we saw tonight. Carson Brown, Charlie Stewart, Drew Morrow, Mata Brewer with a big basket. Mata had five of his seven points in the second half. Uh, can, can close the deal, and that's kind of what happened tonight. Uh, but it took a team effort, and as you said, Steve, uh, what nine players for the Dallas scored, and I think they played 
all night. I don't know if the 10th player got in there or not. So that is tremendous. Yeah. No, uh, from, from the Maroon standpoint, uh, most of the people did the scoring in the second half because, as you know, the Maroons only had 15 at half. Just for whatever reason, a little slow getting out of the gates here to start the second semester, two weeks off of no games. And then, wow, out of nowhere in the second half, the Maroons score uh, 44, 22, 44 points. And that's, you know, that that that's something that can maybe springboard these kids into uh, a little momentum and a little confidence because they let that one slip away before the break against Polk. And uh, boy, if you're in that locker room, that's got to be a good feeling because you've been working hard all season. Absolutely. And uh, and tonight you saw the uh, you got rewarded for that hard work. I mean, you came through when you needed to come through. Yeah, it's been a tough uh, probably almost a month because the Maroons uh, had one game. And they had a week off, then they had one game with Southeast Polk, then they had two weeks off. So you're playing one time in a matter of about three and a half weeks. That and that and that game was the one that had the bitter taste in your mouth, getting outscored at Polk, uh, 25 to 10, in that uh, fourth quarter. The game was went to overtime, and Dowling lost in overtime. That's that's a bitter taste, and these kids persevered. That was a you know first half that things didn't go Dowling's way. Shots didn't fall. Urbandale was the better team. At halftime, and uh, all of a sudden, the second half, Dowling outscoring Urbandale 44-22 yeah. after well, the Maroons trailed by uh, 14 at halftime. Yeah, and the bottom line is when things aren't going well uh, for the Maroons on the season, they came into the to the game with a 2-4 and four record, and, uh, boy, at halftime, to turn that around is, is wonderful. So we're going to be joined by the head man, huh? We're going to take a break, give, give him a chance to get his breath. Uh, he can take take partake in our media spread here. Uh, oh, it's just water. Never mind. <laughs> and uh, we'll be back. We'll talk with the head coach of Dowling Catholic, uh, Clay Phil King, after these messages. Final score in the boys' contest, Dowling 59, Urbandale 51. Girls game won by Dowling 51-11 to 11 over the Jayhawks, a doubleheader sweep. We'll be back to talk with Coach Phil King on our postgame show in our final segment here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. 60 Seconds with Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen. Because God knows all things and because he is creator, it follows that every single thing in the world was made according to an idea or a pattern existing in the divine mind. Look round about you. You see a bridge, a statue, a painting, a building. Before any of these things began to be, They existed in the mind of the one who designed or planned them. In like manner, there is not a tree, a flower, a bird, an insect in the world that does not in some way correspond to an idea existing in the divine mind. The people you know and trust are on EWTN. Hey, we're back here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network, back at the Dowling Gym. Final score tonight in the boys' contest, Dowling 59, Urbandale 51, alongside Steve Devaney. I'm Mark Hamadale, and we're joined by the head boys' basketball coach in his first year at Dowling Catholic, and that is Clay Field King. And, uh, Coach, what a night it was. We were kind of rehashing what we could in the, in the minute we were given at the commercial. But congratulations. you got to love this win, especially after that bitterness that was kind of settling since before Christmas break. Kids come out, worked hard. And halftime, you trail. They were, you know, 
as Steve and I were saying, great effort by both teams. Bodies on the floor. That's how the game should be played. The second half, things fell Dowling's way. Yeah. Yeah, a tale of two halves. You know, I thought uh, Urbandale's a really good team. Um, that's going to win a lot of games. I mean, they are they already have, but um, it's a quality win for us against a really good opponent. But, yeah, um, I thought the first half we were a little sensitive. Our shots didn't fall, and and then we got a little bit hurried. We got frustrated. It led to some silly fouls, and we just kind of uh, played without much. You know, there wasn't a lot of poise for us in the first half. Um and the second half was just different. You know, our defense, we stepped up a little bit defensively. That led to some buckets that kind of got our guys going. They saw the ball go through the net a few times, and it just changes your confidence. And then that changes your defensive energy, and it kind of snowballed, and we, we put a couple of good runs together, and it was enough. Yeah, it certainly was. And, and kind of talked a little bit uh, at halftime of the girls' game. We came up and joined us, Coach, that – you know, Urbanville's going to try to take away Drew Morrow, and they did. They were out yeah. beyond the three-point arc. You know, that means somebody else has to step up and take the ball the hole. Didn't happen much in the first half. The second half, there was a lot of opportunities, and everybody, it seemed, I think Steve and I counted, he had nine players play, eight scored. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. We shared it. It was, a lot, it was different guys. You know, Drew got a couple good looks, but I thought they did a really good job first half of, of switching defenses and our guys, we just never really got settled. Um, and so that's a credit to them. And then the second half, <clears throat> I think, you know, once we got things going in transition a little bit um, and it was equal opportunity, I mean, you're right. Everybody pitched in and, um, and made big shots and, and it was, it was certainly a collective effort. Coach, what adjustments did you guys make at halftime? I mean, uh, effort was good, but, uh, you had some good looks in the first half offensively. They just weren't they weren't dropping. But what what did you guys say at the halftime to try to get things turned around? Well, um, you know, honestly, not <laughs> not a whole lot. I like to take a lot of credit for for the difference uh, between the two halves. But it was challenging them a little bit from a poise standpoint, from a maturity standpoint. Um, there's encouragement. You know, the shots are going to start going. Um, so a little bit of both. And, um, but to be honestly, not a lot. And there, it wasn't about scheme and X's and O's. It was just a matter of just playing and competing at a higher level and, um, and moving on to the next play when, when we get hit with a little adversity, um, easier to do that when the ball's going in the hole, but, but our guys just responded, you know, it's hundred percent on the players, their, their energy changed and, um, and they, they just got, they got very competitive and, and things went our way and. Uh, it was good to see that. They, they can see how good they can be when, when we got five guys playing together like that. Yeah, uh, season high for guys you played, maybe. I think ten guys played, eight scored. And uh, in the first half, you only had one three-point field goal. In the second half, you had five. Mm-hmm. Uh, but talk about the balance uh, offensively because you had it tonight. We did. Yeah, we did. Um, and we need that. Like we talked about before the game, we can't ride those two or three horses every night. Like they can't carry us. Uh, we did have different guys step up. I think the difference between the first and second half in regards to shot making was the ball was moving more. Um, we shared it. We didn't force it. We made the extra pass. And we, we weren't doing things selfishly in the first half. We just pressed a little bit. And um, Yeah, they did a good job of finding the open man, and, and they shot it with confidence. And but when the ball goes in the hole, it looks a whole lot better. And, and you made the point off the air, Mark. I'll let you take it back. But off the air, you said your defense in the second half led to some runouts and easy hoops, and that seemed also to be a catalyst. It's, it's a huge spark. It's a huge spark, Steve. I mean, 
yeah, there was a stretch there where, I, you know, I felt like we had four or five straight trips where we got deflections and steals and we're coming the other way. Um, so that, that's big to get opportunities at the rim early without them being able to get that defense set. And, um, I mean, that, that's certainly where everything started with our defensive intensity in the half court. Visit with Clay Thielking, the Dowling boys basketball coach, following Dowling's win tonight, 59-51 over Urbandale here at the uh, Dowling gym. The Ruins now Ruins improved their record to three and four. Urbandale falls to five and four. And Coach, something you mentioned uh, to me, I think tonight, or maybe it was during halftime of the girls' game, talked about uh, having enough gas in the tank, mm-hmm. especially for that fourth quarter. But it seemed like, well, reverse roles. Urbandale was the Dowling team that played at Southeast Polk the, the, the Friday before Christmas. And now tonight, you guys put it away because of, you got contributions. Yeah. Now, there might not have been scoring contributions. I thought Capola came in and played probably one of his best games off the bench. Hit a big, some big shots in that first half to uh, kind of stemmy the tide. Yeah. But he kind of ran the offense. He was out there. But you got, as Steve mentioned, 10 guys in the game. So five reserves came in, and it helped. So the final five that finished the game, the finishers, uh, had some gas in the tank. I agree. I think that looked a lot different tonight versus the game before break. Um, I think that made a big difference. I I do. The guys look fresh. Um, And, um, you know, we're not short at the free throw line and things of that nature. And everybody did a good job. The 10 that played, you know, the last couple guys that came off the bench, Davis and and Jack Odie, Mm -hmm. Colin Clark, um, they gave us good minutes. And we feel comfortable with those kids. It's a matter of our assistant coach was figuring it out and getting those guys in the game. Oh, you my know, goodness. They finally you're not, figured you're not it out tonight. On so. Wags and you know. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's no, you, fantastic. You may, have to go to, you may have to go to O'Hare. I mean, I don't even want to do that, but you may uh, have to. Let's not go overboard. <laughs> That's fantastic. Hey, one other thing that I noticed on the stat sheet. Go ahead, Steve. Uh, kind of the winning basketball 101, uh, the Maroons uh, made more free throws than Urbandale attempted yeah. tonight. Now you you're you're you're, you're, you're oh, not a, you're right. not an 80% free throw shooting team yet. Yeah. 12 for 21, but you got to the line a lot. We did. Some of it was late game stuff where they had to foul, but you're right, we did. Um I think the first half we bailed them out a little bit and settled for some perimeter stuff. And we fell in love with that a little bit even though they weren't going in. Um but absolutely, Steve, when you when you go to the basket and start getting fouled and see it going from the free throw line that that absolutely helps. All right, Friday night it's uh, the Tuesday-Friday uh, grind from now until yeah. the middle of February, Coach Phil King, and it's uh, at Waukee. And now I, I think this is the Waukee team. I'm not sure which is where on here, but this is the one Kanaski coaches. And he used to, I used to call his games here yeah. when he was here, when his dad was the head coach of Drake. So uh, taking on Kevin's team. And uh, I know they don't have a whole lot of experience back, but they're playing pretty well mm-hmm. right now. It'll be a great matchup. And I think that's what it comes down to is, your assistant coaches and yourself figuring out what's the matchups. Who's going to play a lot in the the game against uh, Waukee versus here, or maybe the same. Who knows? Yeah, um, no, they're good. They're very well coached. Obviously, um, they're young. They're young. I, I think they may have one senior on their roster. We honestly we haven't looked at them at all yet uh, because of what we were running into this evening. Um, but it's another really good team, and our hands are full. That's the way it is in our league, though. You know. Um, so we'll get into their stuff tomorrow, and um, I do think we match up pretty well with them. Just looking at their style of play and, and their roster and size and things of that nature, um, but a great test, and, and we'll see how our guys respond. All right, hey coach, one last thing we we haven't even talked about this, but you're a graduate, a proud graduate, a Hall of Famer at Urbandale, and you well, knocked off the boys tonight. 
Yeah, I don't know about the Hall of Fame part. I did graduate <laughs> from there a million years ago, though. Um, I remember you as a player, and you were a fine player. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, I was surrounded by really good players and had a Hall of Fame coach, so that's what helped me there a you lot. Go. You know, yeah. wow. Hard to screw that up. You deflected that I like pretty it. good. Um, yeah. You're yeah. back on the radar again. Right. And their post player, right. Templeman, that went over and played at Creighton. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's yep. a good squad you guys had. It was fun. It yep. was fun. Yeah, it was weird. It, it was definitely different going against them, especially knowing – those guys from being with them last year. Yeah, sure. It's a basketball game, you know, and exactly. they're good kids and yeah. they competed hard and um, they're going to win a lot of games and yeah. we have to see them again. And You have a lot of respect uh, for them and they have yeah. a lot of respect for you. So. I, I think so. Yeah. It's, it's good. It's good. They're doing a great job over there. Coach, the rematch with your alma mater at Urbandale, February 4th in the Urbandale gym. And that'll be the first time you get over there and play against somebody other than your coach because you were on the bench last year with Coach Smith. Yeah, right. This year you're not. So that right. might be yep. something a little different. Be on the different the, the yeah. other side and and see how that goes. We got we got a lot to take care of before then, but it'll right. be fun going over there. All right, Clay, thanks for coming out. Congratulations. All right, Clay Thielking, our guest, the Good Dowling boys coach. basketball yeah. coach, as Dowling with the win tonight, and uh, the Maroons will be off uh, until Friday, and we'll have the game on Iowa Catholic Radio. Dowling at Waukee, girl boy doubleheader, and that'll wrap things up. I was going to say hi to the Clarks. It's all uh, bred out there. And uh, Caitlin went for 44 the other night. Oh, I saw that. Oh, my goodness. Carver Hawkeye record. Oh, my goodness. What a, uh, what a career she has. She, yeah, I hope she's, she's got a strong enough team around her. They're overcoming COVID themselves. Yes. And this is, they, they have, they got about five games to catch up with, I think, compared to everybody else, but they'll get there. Co- Coach Bluter stole our line. She said she's running out of adjectives to describe her play. That, that was the line I used. We saw over four years. You and I have four years here with her. Just some unbelievable stuff. But and it went good quick. for her. It yeah. quick. Yes, indeed. Well, Steve, I know you're off on vacation for a while. We'll see you in about uh, 10 days. I'll be back, yeah. Weeks, so. I mean, I, I won't be gone for 10 days, but I'll miss the weekend. Right. Stuff, you won't, so. You'll be here. So, Coach, Sorry to leave you hanging. No, you didn't. Coach Babinet, we're going to bring him in. He'll do the girls' game and move that guy Cataldo up to the boys' game. I don't Jimmy. know. There's nobody know. better than Jimmy. You know, I can't. I can't wait to hear that. Coach yeah. Clay Phil King comes up here, and Jimmy asks him a question. Oh my goodness! Wow. We may. We may. Where do we to, go? Yeah. Where's the security officer here at Dowling? Steve, thanks for all you do. You and Tracy have fun in Florida. Yeah. Thank don't, you. Don't don't come back and have that great tan, and you know, we're sitting up here. Come with on. my fair skin and my bald head, <laughs> uh, that, there's no worry about me coming back with the tan. Suntan right. lotion and hats, buddy. There you go. You, yeah. You. But in the meantime, enjoy. Thanks for all you do. Mark, and thank you. Uh, kind of endured some stuff tonight with the technical difficulties. Got it all turned around and brought you the final. And uh, Steve Devenny. Doubleheader sweep tonight. That's yeah. good. That feels good. Absolutely. Both teams. Happy yeah. New Year to you, buddy. Same to you. All right. Steve Devenny, uh, guy behind the scenes here at Down, does a great job with youth basketball. All the coaches here know that, and coach, including Coach Steel King and all the parents. Appreciate all you do behind the scenes. Well-earned vacation. Enjoy. And that seat will be ready. It's very kind back. of you, but you're the Hall of Famer at Dowling, not me. So. You're the Hall of Famer at Grandview. By the way, the Grandview men's coach uh, sent a nice greeting. Oh, he great. always does. Coach Schaefer's a good man. He's Dennis, done a good job over there for a long time. Dennis is a quality guy. Uh, great he, coach. He didn't coach great. you, did you? Did he? Oh, he no. There. No, 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 no. Who'd you have? Uh, the he, legendary Dave Sism. Oh, the, the, the arena's named after him. Yep. Dave Sism. And he was, I mean, he was, he was special yeah. in, in so many ways. And then he stepped down and we had... Uh, uh, a gentleman who then coached later for the Maroons, a guy by the name of Bob Lagori, who's, who's still up there at DMAC yep. with women's softball. Coaching softball, not basketball. Correct. Bob knew his game in basketball, as we both know, yep. here at Dowling and at Granby. You're yep. correct. All right. Well, my friend, that'll wrap it up. We'll, we'll, we'll get some announcements in here. Steve, we'll talk to you after your well-earned vacation. Thank you very much. All right.
That'll wrap things up here from the Dowling Gym. Hey, thanks to uh, everybody back at the uh, studios, including Jennifer Phelps, our studio producer, and everybody here at Dowling, including Michael Connor, uh, Rob Deal. We want to thank all of them for putting up with us as they're trying to clean up. And our thanks to everybody behind the scenes, including Jennifer Phelps, our studio producer, and uh, Tom Wilson, the athletic director. Hats off to everybody there. And we'd like to thank the folks at Urbandale High School, including their outstanding athletic director, Dr. Bill Watson, uh, girls coach uh, Whitney Lawler, and the boys coach John Smith. We appreciate their help behind the scenes before tonight's game. Of course, here at Dowling, Kristen Meyer and Dowling, and Clay Thielking, who we just talked to, appreciate having them on the post-game show and for all their help. Our next broadcast here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network will be this Friday night. It will be high school girls and boys basketball from the Waukee Gym, Dowling at Waukee. Pre-game at 6 o'clock, so join us for that. The girls will tip off right around 6.15. The boys to follow at 7.45, so join me and uh, Scott Babinette for the girls' game and Jimmy Cataldo for the boys' contest here on Iowa Catholic Radio. That'll wrap it up. For everybody involved, this is Mark Amadale. For my broadcast partners tonight, Jimmy Cataldo and Steve Davini. thank you for tuning in to tonight's doubleheader here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. Final scores for the final time. The Dowling boys improve their record to 3-4 and four with a 59-51 Victory over Urbandale. The Jayhawks fall to 5-4. and four. And in the girls' contest, Dallin girls undefeated. They're now 10-0 and 0 as the fourth-ranked Maroons defeated Urbandale 51-11 in the girls' contest. From all of us here on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network, have a safe and blessed faith-filled week. Our coverage of Dowling Catholic Sports is underwritten by Ashworth Vision Clinic, Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, the Catholic Tuition Organization, Mercy One, and Skeffington's Formaware. Thank you for supporting the businesses that underwrite Iowa Catholic Radio. The proceeding has been a Dallin Catholic Sports presentation on Iowa Catholic Radio.